Hey everyone, welcome to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry, and this is our podcast where we give you a behind-the-scenes look as we create a comic book. We're going to talk about TV, movies, comic books, and hopefully have a lot of guests, other writers, creators, and friends. Um, check us out at snarfcomics.com. You can check out our blog and follow along with everything we got going on. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snarf Comics, and please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Enjoy the episode. Gosh, I'm so excited. I know. We're recording a podcast. That music just really amped me up. Doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, gosh, I get so... I texted I... you the other day. I said, uh, I was on my way home in the planter. Yes. The old John Deere 7000, because I planted all of my corn with yeah. a 1970s planter and a 1970s tractor, a can, 4440. Can you explain that to me as to why that happened? Well, I planted like most of my... First corn with my regular planter, and then when it started getting late, and then later, and then later, and then later, and then later, I wanted to switch my planter over for beans. Yeah, and so I could run both planters, one in corn and one in beans at the same time. But I just consistently saw the old stuff out. (laughs) Yeah, and the new stuff in the shop. (laughs) Like the new stuff was always being worked on. It seemed like. Yeah. Well, the old stuff works better. But anyway, it, it so does. I was on the way back with that planner, rocking and rolling, listening to the podcast, and then I got to the end music, and I texted you. I go, yeah. I could listen to a 10-minute song of our outro music, and boom, blew a tire right on the road. Oh, that's when that happened? In the ditch, and <laughs> oh ruined the rim and everything. That, wait, okay, wait a minute. Like, you just recently texted me that. Yeah, that's when it happened. So is that the second time you've blown a tire? Well, actually, um, this year, the third time in three different tractors. Okay. So today, I blew a tire on the 28 applicator. Oh, that's an issue. it's blocked up right now, waiting for a new tire to come in the morning. But that Holy cow, I blew a tire on the planter, some... I blew a tire on my sprayer, I blew a tire today on the applicator, and yesterday on the sprayer. But and you had one on a tractor, too. Did I? Yeah, because you didn't come to a... a... Like it was a that was a sprayer that blew twice this year. Oh, that was a sprayer twice it's blown this year. And then I had a tractor start on fire. I didn't know that tractor fire and uh melted the whole engine. It's at John Deere now, they had to come. No way. Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. What it's it's a non stop cavalcade of (laughs) ridiculousness. Not only does it rain every day, but yet, (laughs) well, not anymore. And now, no, no, it doesn't rain anymore, but yet, your equipment starts on fire, your your tires fail. This is what I would call a uh, a preventative maintenance failure. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) And then, yesterday, I finished planting beans. Good. Well, I still got a little bit, but for the most part. I planted and finished planting beans, except for some wet holes, and there's some I'm planting in the nursery. But anyway, I had 50 acres left, and the planter uh, shaft broke, so I had to take like that. the drive shaft yeah. of the yeah. yeah, that's an issue. So that was fun. Um, it's nonstop stuff breaking. Yeah, that's that's my life. So uh, I last... don't want your life. <laughs> I don't want your life. What's that from? 
I don't remember. Oh, uh, come on. Sling Blade. James Vanderbeek. Oh, uh, Remember the Titans? Football. Remember the he Titans? He wasn't in Remember the Titans. That was the one set in like the 1950s. What? Remember no. the Titans? Wasn't that like set in the olden days? No. Yes. Not, no, not at all. I, no, well, Remember the Titans was a childhood movie of ours. Um, like we remember that movie from our Remember childhood. the Titans. Oh, uh Varsity Blues. Yeah, it was Varsity Blues. Yeah. That's the one I Varsity was referring Varsity Blues to. is is James Vanderbeek, but uh Remember the Titans is of the 70s, I believe. Uh yeah, 1971. So I was closer than I thought you meant like it was created. Oh, no, no. Like in that time period, not <laughs> set in that time period. Anyway, so I was also texting I you that <laughs> I was also texting you that day because, like, I'm, there's not enough snarf talk and it's annoying. No, there's a lot of snarf talk and actually. I, it's just that most people don't have thirty four hours in a tractor a in day. a day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just figured it out the other day. Um, up until it's kind of still going for about like. Two weeks. When did it stop raining? Like two Saturdays ago? Yeah, something like that. I've been running almost 20 hours a day every single day. Yeah. And that's, it is really insane. But literally everyone in our area has had to do that. Like there is no choice. There's literally no choice. And then it's like when you're not, it's, or something breaks, you're just sprinting to the next piece of equipment to do some other task. Yeah. And then sprinting back. Like to try to get ahead or... To try to catch up on something else. I'm and, starting to get caught up. Um, everyone's plans, like like the way you set up planting and oh, spraying and nitrogen and totally whatever. out is, the window. Yeah. All of it's been thrown out the window. All of it's wrong. All of it's nothing <laughs> I don't nothing even know like, what, what, planned. like what it doesn't matter. What seed I'm dumping in. I'm just like dumping seed yeah. in. I'm like, whatever. And I, and I understand that. A lot of people don't get it, um, but it is what it is. Like you've... You have to put seed in the ground, and a lot of people think it's just putting seed in the ground. In the ground, it's, it, there's so much more to that, and uh, you guys have had a really, really rough go. Yeah, and we we talked about it a little bit um, on the last podcast, like in the beginning of the last podcast, about like how it is somewhat of a natural disaster because it is like it, i mean it affects our entire nation yeah. if a crop doesn't get planted it, it affects like um all sorts of industry whether, whether it's like transportation um like food uh cattle like you know any feed anything like that like it all echoes down the line and that's what we're in right now so a lot of this like not only can you not get corn and soybeans in the ground you can't a lot of people aren't cutting hay or feeding their livestock, and well, it's, and, and you're not spraying it on yeah, time. Not. Things are going to be super weedy. It's going to hard time getting in nitrogen on. And then everybody, we had this window, so everybody planted like crazy, right? Which is and, good, uh, and it hasn't like, rained since. And everybody planted into mud, and now it's crusting over, right? So if we don't get a rain soon, there's going to be some real issues. There, there is, but there's also been the opposite of that where. People have planted into mud and like corns come up in six days, five days. Not even, yeah. Like something stupid because it's been so warm and wet. 
like the crop is coming up quickly if it hasn't yet, like a lot of the soybeans going in right now. I'm a little concerned about the soybeans that I yeah. put in a week ago. Really? Yeah. That sucks. But we're supposed to get rain Wednesday. Yes. It's in a, you're in this weird position now where you're like, I don't it want it to rain because I want I am not caught up, but I kind of do because it would be good for what's already in the ground. And right. I don't know. At this point, it is what it is. Like what you've got. Yeah. I mean, there's no fixing what's happened, right? No. You know, there there isn't. So what you've got in the ground is good because it's in the ground. Like I've never heard of a anybody growing a successful crop that was in the bag. Right. I think it's crazy because it hasn't rained in what now like a week yeah. or more. Yeah. And I went out yesterday and almost got the tractor stuck. Like that's what's insane. It's the 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 top layer it looks completely dry. Yeah. And you sent a Snapchat out like top layer is dry but underneath is a monster. <laughs> a monster lurks beneath. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. A monster lurks beneath. And it's true. Yeah. I mean and, and that's true. The groundwater is really high right now. Yeah, it's un, it's unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. It just takes a long time for the water table to drop. That's oh, what people don't yeah, understand. Yeah, the water is, table won't drop for a long time. That's what people don't understand is it doesn't really matter the surface or if it's not raining and stuff. It's about the water table and right. where it is. And it's still high. Even the rivers are still high and oh, all creeks are still high. Yeah. And a lot he, of that has to do, you know, like the Mississippi's still flooding. Terrible. But you got to understand, too, we missed. Historically. Um, you know, in this area, we've had a window here of a week. But... Up just north of us, it, it kept raining up there. Yeah. Like inches. Bad. Three inches. and So I keep saying like historically, but it is, it's really bad. It is historical floods for the Mississippi River. And right at, uh, so for the Corps of Engineers, I work in the Rock Island District, uh, right at Rock Island. Um, so lock 15 and below. Um, I can't remember what lock it was the previous record of them staying at like full capacity of their dam. So the dam wide open, letting out as much water as they can possibly run, which is like 300,000 CFS uh, has been like the previous record was like 37 days. And on Friday it was at 81 days. Holy cow. Um, So today would be what? Like 80. Let's see. 82, 3, 84, 5 days that they've been full capacity running water like crazy, flooding everyone downstream. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It It's unbelievable. It's, again, historic. Like, this is a historic thing that has never happened before yeah. ever. It's amazing, though, like in a week, how much has gone in the ground. And Oh, it's been, but it's been really good to see. In very, very marginal conditions. It's, but it, also, like... Me being on the outside of having any stress of like livelihood, it it's good to see that people are getting things in, regardless of the conditions or whatever. Like in bad you, conditions, though. yeah, they're not they're not perfect conditions, obviously, not even close. But you're getting things in the ground. It's making it possible for you to grow something. Yeah, and that obviously is better than having an empty field. Well, I mean, if you have- to a point. If you have a good level of crop insurance, right, be all right. But there's so many different levels to this. It's there's variables <laughs> into variables and variables. Yeah. 
So yeah, we haven't been we haven't recorded um in a couple weeks. It's been crazy. It's it's been yeah. a world when I don't I still don't know what day it is. I have no idea what day it is right now. It, today's Monday. We had I did not know that. Yeah, today's a Monday. Just all runs together. <laughs> I honestly didn't know that. No, yeah, today is a Monday, June 9th. No, June I 10th, thought it was Wednesday. 10th. I really did. Um, I I actually was pushing to record this June, because I thought I'm like, we better get it recorded because it's got to come out tomorrow. Oh, no. <laughs> nope. Today's the, te- the Monday. But no, you're right because we did. We we had, I would have only been available tomorrow. And then after that, I wouldn't have been available. Yeah. Well, Bef- anyway. Before we really. I decided things. when we, I kept, you know, quickly run out of Snarf Talk. Um, we ought to be recording three times a week. That That's a huge feat. And I. I would like to do that. Or two times a week. I think we could do that. Um, but we certainly could for I, a couple more weeks. But. <laughs> no. But what I had immediately texted back was, that's possible if I were to quit my job <laughs> and if we had a studio, like an actual studio. Yeah, we can do a studio. We can get a studio. Going. We can get a studio, but I can't quit my job. You don't need to quit your job to record two times a week. Oh, Chris. I mean, we need better production. <laughs> we need... People, dude, I watch this guy on YouTube, uh, MN Millennial Farmer, Millennial Farmer, Minnesota Millennial Farmer. Yeah, we took a picture with him. You did? Yeah, me and David. No bro- way. Brother-in-law. He didn't tell me that. Yeah, he, he Snapchatted it to you when we were at the... No, he did not. We took a picture nope. in Florida at the Commodity Classic with him. With him? Yeah. He did not tell me that, and I did not get a Snapchat from him, because I would have noticed... I told him about the millennial yeah. farmer on Facebook. He took it because he's like, uh, actually, <laughs> it was really funny because he walked up to the guy. I was walking around with him. He's like, oh, that's that millennium farmer or farmer guy. I got to get a picture. And he walked up to him. He's like, hey, uh, do you mind if I get a picture? My brother-in-law really likes you, so I want to get a picture for him. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. He that did would- not send it to me. I did not see. I would have obviously remembered because I do like that guy. Yeah. He's really great. Like he's teaching people about farming. Uh, he does a really good job, and his videos are hilarious. Uh, and it teaches you about farming. Like he does a good job at it. Um, where was I going with that? I don't know. What did I say? Production value. Oh yeah. So he was talking about a podcast that he has, and he's got like this, like public access, like TV network doing his podcast, like producing it for him. <laughs> I want someone to produce our show. Not necessary. It's, well, it is if you want actual production value. <laughs> In any case, um, no, it's good. I feel like we, I'm getting caught up until I, I would have been really caught up if I hadn't blown the tire out tonight. But I feel like I'm getting caught up. Things are things are looking up. Now good. it's just um, finishing nitrogen and tackling this weed issue, which is a real big issue. Speaking of a is weed really? issue... What happened in the meantime is Illinois legalized marijuana. They did January 2020. And the most aggressive legalization uh, plan of all states ever. Oh, really? Yeah, because not only are they legalizing it, um, they're expunging every criminal record for it and they're releasing everybody from that's in prison. I didn't know that. That had a a marijuana conviction. Really? Yeah. Holy crap. It's like people are. like like going out of their way and being like, oh, this is a, 
a huge step forward for the hmm. anti-prohibition. It is. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, it, it, it can be a huge step forward in a lot of things, but um, I don't know. It's a really good thing. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens to Illinois. I mean, there's nothing but positive benefits. Okay, maybe well, that's not, wait a minute. Here. Nothing. But I listened to this podcast today. It was uh, on Joe Rogan. It was a a guy who's like a drug expert, and it's amazing. You got to listen to this podcast. Okay, he Who has a it? book out. I can't remember his name. Um, oh well, that sums it up for me. I'll know exactly who to listen to. I'll tell you in Thank two you. seconds. I think it's uh, Johan Hari. That's who I thought. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um he's got a book out on the drug war, like the war on drugs. Okay. Which um y- you have to listen to it. It's uh, an embarrassing embarrassing failure. The oh, war really? on drugs that started um basically right after alcohol prohibition, which failed spectacularly. Which is like the 20s, right? Yeah, which failed spectacularly. And when that failed, um and it's funny because you know there was massive amounts of crime Yes. During Prohibition, right? Big time. That all pretty much disappeared as soon as Prohibition was overturned because Prohibition doesn't work. Right. Um, so what happened is there was this department, the department that was in charge of alcohol Prohibition after they um, overturned it had nothing really to do. So they're like, well, um, Makes let's sense. focus on marijuana, which uh-huh. marijuana... At that time, it isn't the same thing as cannabis. It was actually a wild strain of tobacco from Mexico. Um, It isn't really cannabis, but anyway. Hmm. The guy that was running this department was a horrendous racist. He was considered a horrendous racist at the time (laughs) in the 1920s. That's bad. By his colleagues. Yeah, that's bad. He wrote memos using the N-word and stuff like that constantly. And so, it was so like brought like before a, like Congress, like they wanted to fire him. Yeah. But this was the guy that was in charge of um, the Prohibition Department, whatever that is afterwards. And it was 100% just a method of enforcing racism against Mexicans and black people. And that kind of continued. Of course, it wasn't, um, I don't believe it was made illegal then until like the 19... 19- something later on during the civil rights movement again as a ploy which is like the 60s yeah and again that was a ploy basically it was there was racist motivations yeah essentially um behind all of it but it, it gets wilder and it continues but this guy in the 1920s right he went out of his way to literally destroy people's lives like there was this um woman who was a black um I'm sorry, no, it wasn't marijuana at the time. It was heroin or something, oh, prohibition at the time. That's, that's bad. Anyway, it was both of these things. Um, but you got to listen to the podcast. But anyway, there's he just goes on about the history of all this, but that's one aspect of it. The bigger aspect of it is the massive amount of crime that is created by pro, these prohibitions. By, yeah, by it. Um, yeah. And cartel, not just cartel violence, but... Basically, anytime you're take like for example, um, nobody from Anheuser Busch is going and murdering somebody at Miller, Coors, right? You know, because it's legal. But yeah. when you have dealers and a whole network in the black market, they don't have the ability to use the police to protect their property. 
So the only way they have to protect their property is either by violence or by establishing such a bad reputation for violence that nobody wants to fuck with them. Right. So that creates all this. And then then it gets whole into the cartel system. He talks all about that. Um, And he talks about these programs they've done. It does make a lot of sense. I mean, to a point, I, I don't condone killing people, but... I understand what you mean by, like, why wouldn't you take out your direct competitor, right? When you're trying to, like, well, and the, establish the, the thing about drugs too in the black market is, if you remove a dealer, either, you know, for through police action, for yeah. So you arrest the dealer, take him out of the street. It it does not disrupt the supply at all. Within an hour, there's another dealer. Really. You know, like, like instantly, pretty much. It just doesn't really affect the supply. But he goes way into more depth too um, on how the people that are lobbying to continue the prohibition of marijuana are basically the prison unions are one of them because they want to keep people coming into oh, prison. Oh yeah, obviously. Um, and of the alcohol industry because it's competition. So they're lobbying towards it, and then really, like, I never even thought about that. Really yeah, fundamentalist, it would be religious groups like the Mormon Church, stuff like that. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's a plant that's been used for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Right. But he goes into the whole idea and the mechanism of drugs and how people have this vast misconception. Even when let's talk about like harder drugs like heroin, for example, this misconception that um, we've been fed our whole lives, which I mean, I think most people still believe is that. You know, if you give anybody a bunch of heroin, they're going to be addicted because there's a physical addiction quality to it. And there is to an extent, but that's not really the case. Um, That's only true in about 15% of the cases. So most people that are doing and continuing to do heroin, it's not out of physical dependence. It's because of a bunch of other crap in their lives. And then once you start doing the heroin, well, your mean, life continually gets worse, and then you go back to more heroin. So the addiction isn't all the chemical substance. It's a whole thing of yeah, self-esteem is. and uh, you know digging yourself into a hole that you don't feel you can get into. And but the, But the physical addiction to something is because you like it because of a chemical... In a very small amount of people... They will continue to do it purely out of the physical addiction. I the mean, vast majority of people, once their life improves, will quit doing it. And there's, a, I mean, if you listen to it, there's a vast amount of evidence that supports that. And he talks about, yeah, I'll have to check this Switzerland, out. Switzerland, I think, is the country which is a super conservative country. Yep. Like more conservative than the conservatives in the United States. Very, very conservative. Really? And so they are having this huge problem with heroin overdoses and stuff like that. So they, as the government, basically said, hey, we're going to get this. They went to like a group of scientists and Mm -hmm. they're like, you know, we've tried everything. You guys study this and recommend what we should do. So they studied it for two years and this panel of scientists came back and said, this is what you need to do. Legalize heroin, make it freely available in clinics for people. They go in there. It's 100% free. It's medical grade, 100% pure heroin. So it's way better than anything you would ever get on the street. Right. And it's 100% free. You go in there. They give you the syringe. You do it all under medical supervision. So people come in there in the morning. 
do their heroin, medical supervision, free, go about their day. What? In the meantime, they provide those people with a whole wealth of other support um, as far right. as housing and, and stuff like that. And not only did their, the use of heroin plummet to almost nothing, overdose deaths went to zero really? over a course of many, many, many years because it's all medically supervised. And it's pure, and it's not cut with all this bullshit right, and right. fentanyl and all this stuff. Yep. Um, and what they saw also was the crime rate dropped by almost 50% because... Holy crap. Most of the people that were doing the heroin... Were committing the, crimes to get... To get the get, money to do it. To either get the money or get the heroin. So yeah. men were creating doing property crime, essentially, and women were doing wow. prostitution. And that created a whole wealth... So if a woman... Is it? Sexist. It becomes. Get, I mean, a man can be a prostitute too, and that so. and that some of that too. And he says that. Okay. But for example, if a woman uh, gets into heroin and so she starts becoming a prostitute to to buy her heroin, then she feels miserable and terrible about herself, right? And so she's going back to heroin to do more heroin, so to feel good. So yeah. it, that works spectacularly in that country. It also they've done it in Portugal, and it worked had the same um, effect. So there's a lot of evidence out That's there. Crazy. And and that's it is, we it have is a problem like, like it isn't working what we're doing. I know, and it's just like it, it. It's exactly like taking a toy away from a toddler. Yeah. It, it, in essence, like so, you take something away from a child, and they want it back. They want that that only thing. That's what they want. But, but they're it, going to do anything they can do to get that thing back. His point too, though, was the criminalization and the stigmatization of it. Well, that's creates all creates a self perpetuating circle of all you can think about is that you want this one thing, but if it's free, freely given to you, you really don't want it as much. Well, and in, no, but it isn't just that, it's that by doing it, you're, you're being looked down on society. Yeah. You're doing something illegal. And you're being constantly harassed or you're having to deal with dealers and stuff. All of these things are making your life miserable. Right. And when you're miserable, you want to do more heroin to get out of that misery. <laughs> yeah. I see. Yes. So the, the way to get people off of heroin is to improve their lives. Right. So that was, it was interesting. But he goes in that whole history to, and that, that's obviously an extreme example um, with heroin, but I mean, I, I'm not comparing heroin to marijuana because <laughs> yeah. it's not the same thing at all. That, it makes no sense. But there's this whole thing, too, with heroin. It's, you know, if if somebody, for whatever reason, gets to a point in their life where they're, they're doing heroin, they're horrible criminals and everybody looks down on them in our society, right? But To a point. You, yes. Yeah, you go into a doctor's office and you have pain for a knee operation and oh, they give you heroin. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, yeah, they're feeding you a bunch of stuff. So none of that had to do with comic books or what we talk about. We don't only have to talk about oh, comic books. We do. I hear about it all the time from people that are like, you guys need to talk about other stuff than comic books. Do you know how much stuff we talk about, Chris? We talk about so much stuff. Snarf Talk is based off of what this we This show like. is only going to be about heroin from now <laughs> yeah, on. 100% about heroin. So all heroin all the time. Let's talk about heroin. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've but never done it, but I hear it's back good. to the beginning of this. We were talking about Illinois legalizing marijuana. Oh in, yeah, in January first too, like really quickly. Yeah, January twenty twenty. Right. I yeah. was talking about this, thinking about this today. Okay, so obviously uh, your employer, if you work for a job, 
they can just in the way that if you show up drunk for your job, you get fired just the way if you show up right. with uh, high, you're going to get fired. Right. So it's not legal. You know, you still have can't do it if you have a job, but there's no the testing isn't there. So say yeah. on the weekend you do you do some pot. Right. And you got it in your system, but you're totally sober on Monday when you go to work. But you yeah, get drug you tested for whatever, whatever reason and you get fired. But you're doing a legal substance on your own time. But since there's this month lag yeah, in know, and that's, marijuana testing, how is that going? I feel like there's going to be immediately a big court case about that. Probably. Because you it's can't. Not it's not federally legal, though. Oh, that's true. It's not. So federally, it's not legal. So like in my case, since I work for a federal agency, nobody that works for us could ever do that because we will drug test. And if you fail it, you are failing a federal drug test. Well, I just Therefore, feel like most companies, you. if so, you work for them and if you fail a drug test, they're going to fire you. It, it'll have to be. Well, yeah, but they'll have to have some sort of. Um, uh, like regulation out or a memorandum that says like our company will not, you know, support anybody that does this, this, and this. But they they have to have do something that with legally. alcohol. You can't as a company be yeah, like. You can you can absolutely have a memorandum that says you cannot show up to work with no, no, a blood alcohol content of. But I'm not saying show up for work. I'm if a company came out and said. When you're not working on Saturday, you cannot drink. If we find out that you drink, you're fired. No, but if you show up to work with a blood alcohol content of X, you will be fired. But but say it's but, the same but, with drugs. But that's different because your it's blood not. alcohol it is because there's like a month lag in marijuana in you your can, system when but it's, you you're can't not. take into body processes into consideration. Well, it's, I'm saying you. It's you all into how to. your body processes the. Supplement. So, or if you the, smoke pot on Saturday, you're not high on Monday. No, I know, but if but it's, it's in, still in your system, you're right. Yeah, but if you drink at eight o'clock at night and you go to work at midnight, well, that's completely different. It's it's only you're talking about hours. It's though. it's it's testing. That's the only thing is alcohol leaves your system immediately. You know, within hours, yes. marijuana deposits it's not you're not high but some aspect of that molecule stays well, know, in your but body you're still you're still taking into consideration like a time frame so like a doctor that's on surgery could have one beer at 9 p.m and be called in at 10 p.m and still have that blood alcohol content of having one beer and someone would say like i don't want you to operate on me because you had a beer one hour ago right i get that but he's still that he is under the influence of that alcohol at that point. Even two hours if ago. If you smoked pot you, a week ago, you're not under the influence no, anymore. No, I understand that. But even f- like two hours, if you did two hours and somebody had was drinking whiskey, if they came in and said, I drank whiskey two hours ago, you'd be like, I don't want you to operate on me. Well, of course not, because you're still under the influence. You're not under after two hours. No, you're not. If you have a blood alcohol content of anything above zero, you're under the influence of alcohol. If it's still in your system, I consider it under the influence then. But it's not, though. But it's still in your system. You could feel completely fine. You could have marijuana it from a month ago in no. your hair follicles. Yes? A hair follicle, follicle test is not what we're talking about. We're talking about like just a regular like piss test. But it stays in your system for like a month. 
well, I get it, but that's the risk you take. Like you can't change, you can't change that. But your body is not metabolizing that at that point. It's just like the residual. I They're going to need better that, testing like, is what's going to have to happen. Yeah, the testing will have to change. Um, but you can't change the regulation as of like right now because of a time frame on how your body like processes things. I don't think you can do it. I think like, you, I don't. Think I think you, you're gonna. They're gonna have to. At some point, they're gonna have to. But somebody be, is gonna get fired for doing something on their own personal time, and then they're gonna sue, and it's gonna go to the Supreme it Court. It won't be and a. Then, it won't be like a a time frame change. It'll be a testing change, like you said. Like you'll have to change the way testing is done, or figure out what a better fi- way of testing. I think what you'll find out is most done. companies will just stop testing for it. Probably. Yeah. The issue, it really, it comes down to insurance because... For private companies. For yeah. private companies, yeah. they don't really care. Their main concern the, is from the insurance company saying, was an accident happen? Oh, look at it. He had, he had pot in his system. Right. They're going to have We're to not figure that. that you know? That's the thing they're going to have to figure out is like how they're going to... How you work around... Well, insurance companies are going to have to do it too. Like You're going to have to work around... How the testing is done, the time frame on when the testing is done, like what it's like what is legal. Very inadequate the testing at this point. Oh, at this point, yes. Because so, it, it's always been illegal. So if you saw any trace of it, right. you're screwed. It right. doesn't matter. I wonder if there's if you can tell potency in a drug test. I don't know. Like, can you can you tell if somebody smoked pot yesterday versus three weeks so ago? So, like hair follicle tests, like you were talking about earlier, you probably could, um, within that like hair. You know what I mean? Like, because there's, I, I, it sounds weird, it but I feel like there's like rings, right? Like there's rings in your. I hair. don't think your hair is like trees. No, I think it is. Well, it's just the the closest to your scalp is the newest hair. So no, I know, like, but it would have to be in some sort of formation, which would be like a ring. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't think so, but I'll go I with think, it. I think it is. <laughs> I think you count, I don't think you got tree rings. I think you count the rings and you find out how old you are. Well, what if hair. you don't have hair? Oh, you're dead then. Well, there's bald people. They exist. Mm, they're dead to me. <laughs> All of them. But I think that's... No, I really do think that's a thing, like, where you could see, like, because if somebody, like, smoked it, like, a bunch of weed or did a bunch of heroin or whatever, like, it would show up more so in their hair at yeah, I that think point. heroin goes out be. of your system quick, like alcohol. Does it? Yeah, the only one know. that really sticks around is pot. Marijuana? And it's because some form of that molecule attaches to, like, the fat cells in your body. So don't be fat. That's easy. Well, everybody has fat cells. <laughs> you know that? Oh, that's true, too. Everybody has about the same amount of fat cells. The, the difference is the size of those fat cells. Oh, mine are getting larger, yeah. turns out. But I always thought, you know, when you got fat, you got more fat cells. But I don't think that's the case. Right, that's what I would have The cells assumed. get larger. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, listen to that podcast because he's got some good stories. Of like the crazy cartel stuff. He's got, he talks for hours about like the insanity of these cartels in Mexico. And how it's pretty much, 
you know, obviously it's all I mean, dri- driven by drugs, but everyone kind of assumes like we Mexico had these go- we had these program this program in the U.S. where we trained um, like an elite task force of Mexican people, like trained them like Navy SEALs to be like drug enforcement. Okay, we brought them over here. We spent two hundred and fifty million dollars training these guys in the United States over years to the point up like Navy SEALs, right? Yeah. We sent them back into Mexico. Within one week, they all defected to the cartels. Every single one of them. Really? After spending $250 million. Yeah. Holy crap. How's that happen? And then, like, how, remember that whole thing? Um, but Fast and Furious. Nobody, you remember the Fast and Furious thing? Remember what that was? It was during the Obama administration. The United States government sold a bunch of guns directly to cartels in Mexico. Okay. Um, like tons of guns, right? And they the point of it was that they wanted they were gonna sell these guns to the cartels and then track the guns. Okay. Yeah. Like hundreds of millions of dollars worth of guns. And like nobody got arrested for that or like I mean how could you if you're legally selling them? I mean, they gave them. The American government gave these guns to That's them. That's what I mean. Like, who's going to get arrested for that? Well, because there was a whole thing of, like, kickbacks to, like, arms companies, and it was a crazy thing. But I want to be in that meeting where well, somebody right, goes, I got an idea, guys. Let's, let's give $100 million worth of assault rifles to Mexican guns. cartels, and we'll trace them. Like, the crime went up exponentially after that gun sale in Mexico. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, they all had new weapons to use. It's, it's like insanity. that makes sense. This is all like billion, trillions of dollars spent on the drug war. Trillions. Unbelievable. It's crazy. That's just. And it, everybody knows it's been a failure. The drug war. Everybody. But they, it continues. Yeah. The Be- war on drugs. Because it's of like the status every quo. Week. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, when you say the words like. The war on drugs. Everyone says, "Like, well, yeah, I want, I want people to stop doing drugs." I, I, but they don't really think about what's happening, right? Like, or what's going on with that. And it's, the very idea, if you really sit down and think about it, the very idea of criminalizing drug users makes no sense, right? Criminalizing drug sellers, sellers, okay, yeah. But for a person to be a user of a drug, why? Are they being put in jail for 10, 20 years? Yeah. What because they used a drug because their life was miserable and they thought they needed it to escape their problems. What about drug thinkers? <laughs> hmm? Like if a guy thought about making or selling a drug. That's the next thing. That's like the thought police. That's coming, man. It is. They're going to the police our police. thoughts. They live inside of our head. The dream police. <laughs> yes. I'm glad you heard that. <laughs> I'm glad you got it. Um, I want to talk about some news besides okay. heroin and drugs and marijuana. Okay. Like, but yes, Illinois, January 2020. Yeah. Weed, legal. You won't use it though. No, I can't. I federally can't. I won't use it either. Uh-huh. I will not. I have a commercial driver license, which is also a federal license. Really? Mm-hmm. And that's restricted. Oh, yeah. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Huh. You do have a CDL. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Um, where do I where do I start? 
with my news. Um, I really don't have like a huge amount of news. I have but there's some things no that news I just want to talk about because I have not been engaging with the world or been alive for the last two I mean, weeks. You haven't even been living, basically. Um, you I ha- been my family living. was super thrilled when I'm like, I haven't seen you in two weeks, but I'm doing a podcast tonight. You didn't have to, I, and I gave you the option <laughs> to get out of it. I got right off the sprayer. I walked in here to do a podcast. <laughs> right. I'm sure Marley's happy with me. Sorry. I saw her earlier. She seemed fine. She said she didn't care. So She was making this a lot This is of- after everybody goes to bed. So It is. You're right. And after you haven't seen them ever. I'm wanting to watch them sleep. <laughs> okay, so, uh, gosh, this so there's this one thing that I want to talk about ties into what I'm watching. Okay, uh, but it's also news. Okay, so can we just combine? Yes, what I'm watching with this one episode and or one show and the news. Yeah, for this one moment. Sure. Do I get a pass on that? Yeah, you're sure. I'm 100. percent I don't want you to be mad at me. Nope. Okay. Swamp Thing. All right. I knew I'm going to talk about that because I have, even though I have been in no time, I have made time to watch Swamp Thing because... You've watched it? Yes. Oh, good. I made time to watch it because I knew you wanted to talk about it. I even made Marley watch it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Two episodes in. And you watch both? Yes. Oh, good. I watched both. I got home at like 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, well, I better watch Swamp Thing. I want you to talk about it first. And go. You really you want my opinion? I do. Thus far, yeah. All right. Swamp Episodes things. one and two. Um, not really spoilers ahead because there's nothing really to spoil at this point. Besides, there's a swamp and a thing comes out of it. I guess if you have <laughs> no idea, um, we're, we're not going to break down the basics. So I'm just going to give my opinion of it so far. Okay. So um, things I really like about the Swamp Thing show. Um, one, the production value. Seems insanely high. Very, yes. very good. Through the roof. It's um, very good. Very good. Um, so I did get. I think I know what your news is going to be. But anyway, they had built a in North Carolina where they yes. built, they built an actual swamp in set inside yeah. inside for of the, the show for a massive amount of move, money because obviously it would be so hard to actually film in a real swamp filled right. with alligators. And who like what movie star or whatever like actor. Ever could you get to like swim around in an actual swamp? Right. Like I don't want to. I don't know if I necessarily believe about the show. Like the amount of driving around on boats in the swamp that goes on. I don't know if that really. So occurs. far, it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like they're all just like jumping in boats all the time, driving around the swamp. Yes. And I'm like, does this really happen? <laughs> they're like, I see lights over there. Let's drive a boat over there. Yeah, it's like, is the swamp like their primary mode of transportation from point like A to point B? I don't not, think so. But no. in this show, it seems like that is the case. They're like kids jumping in boats like, oh, I got to go over to the store. I got to get in the swamp. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, okay. But anyway, um, so I like the production value um, a lot. I think good. the acting has been very good. Yeah. One thing that did surprise me because... Um, I wasn't sure how it would be, but I think like the dialogue has been very good. Like specifically, yeah. I've noticed the dialogue, especially with like um, Alec Holland. Well, I wasn't crazy about the actor. The actor wasn't, yeah, but he, he had didn't some good lines. There's one line that he has when he was leaving um, for the last time from that lab, and he yeah. is like walking down the stairs. And he says something. I can't remember what it was, but I noted it. I'm like, that was a good line. It yeah. was smart. It was yeah. witty. So that was good. 
Um, and I like the um, in just in the first two episodes, there honestly were a couple like where I jumped. Yes, that were absolutely. very shocking. There are a lot of jump scares. Yeah, jump scares, and they use a lot of like uh, body, you know, horror. Yeah, basically, it's all body horror because the swamp is taking over bodies, yeah. like people. It's taking people over, and the like the very first episode where. They go to find that guy in his house, and yeah, that was you know this is like a spoiler of the first episode, but the guy is literally in his home, but there's roots growing out completely of out of him, all over and, and directly out of his mouth. Um, he's basically like suspended by roots in his own home. What about the last episode where that guy's literally vaporized? Like torn to that's pieces. That's what I wanted to get at. <laughs> but that's by the swamp thing. Yeah, that's by swamp so thing. So that's by swamp thing. Of course, thing. I don't think he understands his powers. No, he's trying to figure out his powers. He doesn't know how to like control them. And he literally like screams. Well, so there's a mute period of swamp thing. Like, and that's in the comic books. There's a mute period. And this is where it kind of deviates because so uh Abby Arcane has always been able to communicate with Swamp Thing like regardless of speech. Um, she's always known like his feelings and, and felt them. They're using that little girl yeah. as that part of that. Yeah, so there's a little girl that connection. is feeling what Swamp Thing feels and understands what he's going through because she always talks about how scared he is. Yeah. And uh, so in the comic book, Abby Arcane could feel all of that and knew all of that of Alec Holland. And... So the little girl's feeling that. But anyway, like there's a mute period where he doesn't have a mouth. He can't speak. And they do that in the show, but they just kind of visually show you that he doesn't have a mouth. Yeah. And then when he goes and fights a, a guy um, that's going to hurt this girl that he has. A like weird a, actor. Yeah. That was very weird. weird. I felt like they were going off of the Daryl of Walking Dead. Like he kind of looked like Daryl. Yes, like he was a weird looking Darryl. dude. Yeah, um, and, it, and not he, he not really believable about no. his like incredible horrendousness. Horrendous. Yeah, like he f- he hooked the guy <laughs> he through the that head. guy, man. and then he's going after that little girl, it. and he's walking through the swamp. He's like, "Come out, little girl! I ain't playing no hide and seek." And I'm yeah. like, "Who would say that?" Yeah, why would you say that <laughs> right now? Like. Why he just killed somebody. There's cops coming. He's chasing a little girl. And he's going, I ain't playing no hide and seek. My biggest problem was that. So, so that, that dialogue was on, a little hokey. As that's going on, where did the black guy in the boat go? He There's left. A, he I left know. to go get more of those things. When did that happen? I, I missed that. Well, in the episode. He, okay, the one guy that killed the dude is All like, they you show go. You. No, he says, you go get the rest of those things. I'm going to sink this boat. Oh, okay. And get okay, rid of the I body. missed that because I was like, where did he go? And all of these things are happening and nobody's paying attention to the guy on the boat. That jump scare where the guy like isn't dead, that was yeah. a little much. You think so? Yeah, it was a little much for me. Where he like opened his eyes yeah. when Abby got yeah, on the boat. That, it just it was there's no need for it. So I'll tell you some of the things I don't like so far about okay. Swamp Thing. Um the show. Um it's. It, I, I did like that they make him Swamp Thing right away. Yes. So that's great. That's. Let me say that real quick. Is the number one thing I was worried First about. Episode. 
Yeah. The number one thing I was worried about with Swamp Thing is that, and we had talked about it in a previous episode, um, that they were going to like hold off on showing you Swamp Thing and bringing him to life and taking Alec Holland and turning him into Swamp Thing. I thought they were going to push that off later in the episodes. They did not. Mm. Very first episode, by the end of it, boom, you see him come out of the swamp. Very pleased with that. Yeah. I'm glad they did it that way. And and he looks great. I mean, that look he looks just like the comics. I mean, really, honestly. Yeah. Um yeah. the the couple things I didn't really like is I feel like it has been a little slow at times, um, kind of boring at times. But that's how Doom Patrol started too. So I'm not too worried about so, that. I don't know. I guess I I'm just so excited about this show. Yeah. I don't feel that way. I'm like so invested in every like Marley is on. not into it. She's just like it's just bo- it's just kind of boring. Excuse me. And I I can kind of see that. Um, I'm not crazy about this whole like the accelerants that they're putting in the swamp. Yeah, that's like a whole different thing that they're doing. Like this is all a chemical process. Yes, and I don't know if I'm crazy about that. So yeah. I was just explaining. I that get to it Amy totally. I like how the bad guys like I'm trying to create uh, monetization, and then later on he's like, "I want more vegetation to grow so we can develop the land yeah. more." I get that they've done a good job of making it make sense. So, but that's not what it is. Um. Well, so in the saga of Swamp Thing, it's not that right. In the original Swamp Thing, there is that. There is a chemical, there's a chemical explosion. Yeah, that changes the swamp. Yeah. Okay. Um. So like they are going more Alan Moore style of Swamp Thing, where, um, like the story is more based off of that. But there is a chemical reaction that happens in the swamp in the original Swamp Thing, but it doesn't tie together well. It's it's not the same characters. It doesn't. Right. It's not the same chemical reaction. It's not the same story. And I agree. I don't think it works well. Like, it doesn't seem to me that they're giving nature or the plant life like a personification at this point. It's like a chemical reaction based on a human accelerant. Yeah. Um, I agree. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like the, that nature has anything to do with it. Right. Whatsoever. Like zero. But we'll see. There's a lot more to go. There's like 13 episodes, right? 10. 10 episodes. They cut it down. That's the biggest problem. Yeah, so that's a huge problem. That's probably what your news relates to. Well, let me get your uh, pros and cons, too. There was another con that I'm totally forgetting uh, at this point. I do like that whole mystery surrounding what did she do this Abby, what did she do to her friend? Yeah. And um, the guy, you know, the rich couple. Yep. I like everything going on there. I like what they did with that voodoo lady. Yes. That was oh, very that intriguing. Was crazy. And then her laying in bed with, like, she can see her dead. Oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah. That, that was creepy. Yes. This is like a... It's a horror, like a horror. Scene. It is a horror show, and I don't like horror most of the time. But the way but this is horror, doing it is Yeah, it's like, more like creepy. It is creepy. And... um. Like I said, it's like body horror in the beginning where you're seeing a lot of bodies like transformed by the swamp and, and the swamp's trying to figure out like 
what it's trying to There's do. There's some amazing really. visuals, like that guy that gets skewered and he's just like up in the air, like yeah. And and the guy that they bring into the lab, even that it's a man. Oh yeah. And then it's like half of his body, and then like his head rips kind of to the side. And Incredible special effects. Yeah, the special effects are very very good, and they're doing like practical effects as well. Yeah. You know where it's a lot of practical people laying there. Or, uh, whatever, but it's, I don't know. I don't have much bad to say about they it. They did have honestly. this weird thing where, like, at the very beginning, it was like there was some sort of contagious disease going around. They, and then they that's kind of they, abandoned that. Well, I don't think they abandoned it. I think they it, were it, saying it was a contagious disease until they understood that it's the swamp that's infecting people. Well, I just thought it was weird because at first, like, but that's, there's that's people the way in they're quarantine. And then yeah, all of a sudden, no, nah, they're not in quarantine anymore, or they are in quarantine, but they got a lot of doctors in there with no. No, they had masks he, on. In the last episode, he takes it off and he's talking to the girl, the one CDC doctor, not Abby Arcane. He does take it off. Yeah. So like I'm like that. okay, so is it not contagious or is, they've right. kind of abandoned the whole. Uh, infectious disease aspect, which is fine. It's like they only did that for one episode yeah. to introduce Abby Arcane as a CDC doctor. That makes sense. Yeah, I could see where they would do that. But, oh, but then they brought in that cool, um, the, the creepy doctor that created the accelerant. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. Jason Woodrow. That was a great scene when he meets, what's the old guy's name? Like the rich guy. Uh, shoot. It's not Anton. Because there's Anton Arcane, is it's Abby's. That, yeah, that's Abby's uncle. He's like the mad scientist. Um, shoot, what's the old guy? I don't know. He's a good character. Uh, yeah, he is, and that's a great scene because the stalkers they pull up and he's walking up, and the whole time he's like, "I'm not. I, this is just some rich guy. He gave me this money, but I'm not. I, I'm not beholden to him." And then he walks up, and there's this amazing scene with that actor who's been in everything, and yeah. I can't remember his name. But he's he's holding that golf club and he just turns on a dime and he's like, "You better fix this fucking mess." Yeah, you know what I mean. Because he was blaming his chemical, obviously, which is his fault on what's going on. And the guy's like, "Well, this, the guy gets this so is, scared of him immediately. My, this isn't my stuff. It's I great. gotta look him up. Um, um, who that is? He does a great job. And then when he's with Abby in the house, and he's like, "Oh, I missed you. You're yeah. my daughter. I mean, he's good, man." He's I'm a, not so sure about the wife. She's kind of annoying at this point, but right now, but she's like super. That's, there's a lot that's going to happen there. Yeah, let me look. At, let me look that dude up. Um, Will Patton yeah. is Avery Sunderland. Yeah, Avery Sunderland. Yep. Sunderland Corps. That's the ones that's always like even in the comic book they've been dumping things in the swamp. Sunderland Corps. Um. Yeah. That's. That's but really in this cool. case, I, instead of dumping like pollutants into the swamp, it's like they're a, like specifically putting like an accelerant in there. Yeah, and it's kind of just weird because in one aspect, it's like okay, I guess this swamp is personified because it's attacking people, but also it's not. So I don't know. It, it's there's a lot more to go, but I'm definitely intrigued. I'm enjoying it. Um, I like it a lot. I thought the first two episodes were a bit slow. I'm hoping it picks up a little more. I don't. I don't understand where you think it's slow because you are introduced to the characters. You're introduced to the town. 
you're introduced to the problem that they're trying to solve. And then immediately at the end of a 55 minute show, you see the main character of Swamp Thing. Yeah. And then the second episode, you uh, like catch up with one of the main characters after she's seen Swamp Thing and she's still trying to figure out what's going on. You like see all of these things unfold and then you see Swamp Thing like fight a person somewhat because he's trying to figure out his uh, ability still. And the girls with him, like, I just... And then a guy's literally ripped in nine pieces Ordered. by roots. Um, uh, one thing I did boy, not I buy know. was just, the, like, immediate I don't feel like it's connection after those two meeting for, like, ten minutes. And then all of a sudden, like, apparently they, they were in love. They were flirting. I wouldn't call yes. it in love. Yeah, but... I think it w- it got, like, propelled when, in the second episode, she was watching the video... Of him talking yeah, about her. That was a good. He's like, she's lovely. Yeah. But then he kept saying like. But she even like says really, to her friend. Really lovely. She even says to her friend, she's like, I really, really like him or something like that. And I'm like, you just met the dude. I even said it out loud to Marlon. I'm like, she just met him. Oh, really? I thought it was odd. I don't know. It didn't catch me. Yeah. I, I'm going to I'm going to be completely biased on all of this. Yeah. Just because I wanted all of this to happen so bad. And which brings me to my next news. Mm-hmm. It's been canceled. Yeah. Well, we have already said that. No, we haven't. Yes. Not tonight. Well, no, not tonight, but we've said it before. We've known that for a while. That's not true. It has not been canceled until recently. Like we knew that they cut it down to 10 episodes from 13 and we knew that AT&T bought Warner Brothers. But they told but them to wrap it up in the one season. We, we've they, no, they didn't. They told them to wrap it up in ten episodes. Yeah, rather than thirteen. Well, whatever. Anyway, it has been canceled, but that does not mean it won't come back. It says they're not doing it. Do season you know why? Two. Why? Okay. So what happened is this is such a weird story. This show was very expensive to make. Yeah, okay? apparently like eighty five eighty million, million dollars. All yeah. right. They were supposed to get a $40 million tax break from mm-hmm. North Carolina or South Carolina. Yeah, North wherever Carolina, they're. yeah. But that was 100% a clerical error. Um, the secretary that wrote it down, it was supposed to be like $14 million, and she wrote $40 million, and they proceeded yeah. through the whole thing under the under the idea that it was $40 million. Yeah. And then they filmed the whole season, and they went back, and they're like, okay, we need our $40 million tax break. And they're like, Oh, that was a screw up. It was supposed to be fourteen million dollars. Yeah. Sorry, and they they like ended up getting twelve. Yeah, something like that. They like they gave them twelve million. Yeah, out of eighty million. <laughs> right. Like, so total. they're like, oh well, we just which if they have all the sets built and they have the studio and everything, and and there's enough fan support, it totally can come back. I know, and that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for the huge fan support to build this back up, like to make Warner Brothers and DC and and, and whoever else needs to be involved. Like AT and T isn't is a freaking giant company. Like they can afford to make this show. It's I don't feel like it could be a loss for them to make a show that is going to drive people to the app. It needs to drive like. 
um, a million subscribers. I, I don't think that's hard. That's to a reach. lot of subscribers, but that would only be for one year. If they yeah. continue after that, then they're in the in the positive. That's for eighty million. They could also bring the budget down in the future. I mean, that's so that's not including any other show, right? Not including any other show. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. But you have you watched any Doom Patrol? Are we going to what we're watching then? Sure. I thought you were merging them. Well, we were merging that one. Okay. Well, then do portion. whatever news you got. Um, there's also unless you got more Swamp Thing. Watch no, it. I, I wanted it's to worth talk. watching. It is. Subscribe to the app. This app is great. If I you love it. If you like, <laughs> I love it. If you like good shows, because Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, and Titans are all very good shows. All right. Yes. If you were on the fence, you weren't sure, sure if they were good shows, I'm telling you, they're good, and they have great production value. Yes, and and the amount of content on this DC app is if, amazing. If you at all are interested or like or even want to think about comic books, it's it's worth the price right, right there. And animated shows, animated TV, like animated so many movies. different movies and TV shows and whatever, like literally anything you can think of is on this. Yeah. For $70 a year. Yeah. I mean... It's, it's incredible the amount of content you get. It's, it is... Uh, that is, 19, it is the best, 19 cents a day. Yeah, it's the, best, it's the best app you can get at the moment. I actually think as far as streaming services go, it might be the best value. Yeah, as of right now it is. Because Netflix yeah. has not been... I don't know. Netflix is HBO, losing... HBO, I would say, Netflix is, is great. losing its stuff, man. Oh, yeah, like, big time. So Warner Brothers and AT and T are taking over stuff. Disney's going to take over its own stuff. Uh, you're gotta figure like uni- uh, is it Universal or uh, yeah, Universal. Yeah, Universal's gonna Paramount its own stuff. I'm sure they're Paramount's all. gonna have its own stuff. Like everybody's going to take their stuff back, and they might have some smaller um, production companies and whatnot on. Netflix, but basically Netflix it's not has going to be anything you want. Their original content and stand-up comedy, and they're going to have to make their own content like tenfold within the next four to five years. Because on the movie front, in, in HBO is blowing show. them out of the water. Yes, um, HBO also great, but it's fifteen dollars a month. It is, you know, that's expensive. And that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal to a lot of that's people. Like to wear three or four times more expensive than the DC app. Yeah, which. Doesn't make sense to me. Right. I don't understand why well, it's got a why, lot of really good content on HBO. But HBO's been that way forever. Yeah. But why do they have to be so expensive? I would say as far as the amount of good quality content right now, it's hard to beat HBO. But you know mm. Netflix has this couple shows. This DC app is great. I think but you're talking about HBO, you're talking about um, you know, you got your um, obviously, Game of Thrones, Silicon Valley. Yeah, I mean, you got tons of stuff. Uh, the Deadwood stuff. Uh, I mean, I think they're on par with every other streaming app because I don't think new audiences are going back to watch a lot of the stuff that's over with. Yeah, like Sopranos, Deadwood. No, like it's all stuff. what's coming now. What's new? Like, what, what, what do you got for me now? Nobody's going back to that. But HBO is making and producing a ton of stuff. Yeah, absolutely, they are. And a new Deadwood movie came out May 31st. And I do enjoy um, last week, tonight, 
even though it's like super no. biased. That's John Oliver's show. On that. Yeah, I've never watched it. I enjoy it. It's funny. He's really funny. It's just really biased. Yeah, John Oliver Oliver's really funny, but I don't think like it's just so biased to me that I couldn't watch it. It's the same with um, Stephen Colbert. They're like the same person. Stephen Colbert is like off, but like it can't. He's crazy. Yeah, but I mean, isn't John Oliver like exactly the same? But way funnier. Really? Yeah, way funnier. It's you, a funny show. You think so? It doesn't bother me. Like, first of all, I'm not a political person, but if I don't agree at all with the politics, yeah, it does not bother me. If it's funny, it's fun. I'll still watch yeah. it. Either way, it's I'll funny. Still laugh. Like, I watched Jim Jeffrey's show. I enjoy it. I think he's really funny. Um, super, super, super left wing, but I still think he's funny. That's on uh, Comedy Central. You don't have that. I don't. I don't have that. No, I don't. Anyway, what more news do you got? Um, there was a new trailer that came out. I probably have not seen it. In uh, it was like it wasn't this week, but it was last week, I believe. Um, and it involves your buddy, Sylvester Stallone. Oh yeah, is he my buddy? Oh, yeah, he is tonight. Hey, what are you hey. Do? hey. Oh, what's you shit? get a bad start there. Yeah, what's the... Uh, Adrian! Yo, Adrian! Oh, that's brisk, baby. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> brisk iced tea. Yeah. Do you remember those commercials? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Claymation? Yeah. Oh, gosh, they were so cool. They were good. If you guys don't remember Claymation brisk iced tea commercials, you're missing out. One of, my fir- one of my favorite movies of all time is the Sylvester Stallone movie. Uh, Over the Top. No. Cliffhanger. Uh, no. Um, let's think. Uh, Expendables. No. Expendables 2. Never seen any Expendables. Me so. either. Um, no, it's First Blood. Oh. Rambo First Rambo, Blood. Rambo, huh? Well, there's a trailer that just came out called I Rambo kn- Last Blood. Yeah, I know. They're making a new one. Yeah. yeah. Last Blood. Is it good? I was like, come on, guys. Couldn't you have thought of a better title? First Blood is one of the best movies ever made. It is. It's so good. And I... I like the fact that they're tying it into the first one, and I understand. Like but that yes, was the only good one, the in last, my opinion. This is the last movie. I get it. Um, so the premise of this, as you watch the trailer, he's living on his own in a farm. Uh, I th- I don't know if it's in Mexico or seems southern on, Texas. Seems on brand. Yeah, he's just like farming on his own, you know, Struggling by himself. His demons. Um. It doesn't look like he's got any demons at all in the trailer. It looks like he's just doing his own thing, right? And then trouble finds him. It always does, man. It does. And uh, I don't... So I watched this like two weeks ago, and I wrote it down to talk about, but the problem is I watched it two weeks ago. So I don't remember 100% of why he's fighting these people, but I know a lot of people come after him while he's on this ranch. And uh, it's a lot of Ramboisms on the ranch, and it looks good. And I'm going to see it. Oh, like, I will I'm definitely, absolutely the great going thing to about see this. First Blood versus the other Rambo movies. Okay, those were just like kind of generic actiony movies. Yeah, First Blood was like it wasn't like a super actiony movie. It was no. like very um, very drama like and like PTSD PTSD. Yeah, it was big time. It was deep, man. It's extremely deep and i think it resonates to a lot of like 
veterans or people that are struggling with that stuff like today because it's something that wasn't talked about throughout the whole Vietnam era, especially because nobody in Vietnam, like as they came back and were struggling with whatever they saw or did or had to do or whatever, or even just the transition from um, being deployed to living at home, like that's a hard thing to go through. And uh, a lot of people go through it and, Nobody understood that. You know, so, I think it was crazy is like um, when those guys came back from the Vietnam War, they like weren't supported, not just by the nation. They weren't supported by like veterans groups. So like a lot yeah. of them were not allowed to be in the American Legion and yeah. the VFW and stuff like that, because those were all run by these older World War Two vet guys. Yeah, and they didn't respect them or that war. Or any Which of that. is insane. And then what happened is that nobody joined those organizations. Right. And then those guys got super old and then they started to dwindle. Now it's changed. And like, obviously, those organizations are all dominated now by yeah. Vietnam vets. Um for the most part, I would assume. But the only reason because of for that is because it kind of switched. Like because all those old guys died. <laughs> yeah, because of all the old people that died from the like World War II in Korea. But um, they got when they got older, and there was nobody in the organizations. They're all like, "Well, what's going on? Why is nobody in these organizations?" Well, because they were shunned. Because <laughs> you shunned them. Yeah. I don't know if that's one hundred percent right. That is what I've been told by many Vietnam vets that I know. Yeah, it's a crazy thing, and um, that's what Rambo does well. Yeah, like he, John Rambo, was a shunned Vietnam vet. Yeah, that just has a lot of skills. He can teach you those skills if you want him to, or he can show you the skills he has, and you can receive them in um, and basically by dying. Yeah. Um, for some reason, it does look like he has, like, in like a very strange amount of guns. Yeah. Like he's got like an inordinary amount of guns like <laughs> that are just laying around to his like use. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't surprise me for Rambo. No. Uh, the, the song, what was the song? It's like, uh, oh shoot. Gangsta's paradise. No, <laughs> Nate, uh, texted me and thought it was funny that they immediately put the song out. It's like a, recent song that is like kind of hip hop ish. Okay. That they play right off the bat. He thought it was funny. Didn't catch my attention because I don't care about that. Um but I don't know. It looks good. I, I'm definitely gonna watch it. It looks like a Rambo movie. It just amazes me that this man is like 75 years old and still doing this stuff. Yeah. He's like legit 75 dude. It looks great too. Like he looks he doesn't look you know, 75. He's still pretty jacked. Right. And there's a reason for that. Steroids. Yes. <laughs> He's like completely roided out and had, he had to have had plastic surgery. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like completely on his face. I got to get me some of them roids, man. I need to. I need to roid like, up. He's had a face stretch. Yeah. Like a stretch of your face. Like they're taking your skin and stretching it. Like so bad. Yeah. Like so bad. I don't understand why this is accepted in normal livelihood. Uh, why Joe, are people thinking like it's okay to stretch your face out? Yeah. I don't know. Because you're old. Joe Rogan's always talking about he takes uh he does um he takes testosterone. Yeah. And uh he just 
nonstop is talking about how amazing it is. Because as you get older, you stop producing as much right. testosterone. Right, low T. And, but I don't know that he has low T, but he just takes it as a supplement, basically. Where do you just get testosterone? I thought that was like a like a regulated thing through your doctor. Yeah, you probably got to get it from your doctor, I would imagine. So I got to go to my doctor now and be like, hey. TRT, man. I need some T. Testosterone replacement therapy, they call it. I need some T. I mean, we're both young enough and virile. We probably don't need I'm TRT. I'm so hard all the time. <laughs> Is but, that what that means? But when you're 55 years old, maybe that's when you start no, taking I'm it. I'm positive. I'll just be erect all the time. <laughs> I don't think Is that, that what that's we're talking all about? No, I don't think that that's all it's for oh. or what it's all for. Oh. I don't think it's so, necessarily like a sexual thing. What about after four hours? After four <laughs> <laughs> So should I be worried? I don't know. Because I've been on a solid seven today. <laughs> I don't know. Is that weird? Yeah. No. I think it's completely normal as a 32-year-old man. <laughs> Seven hours erect? I don't know. Yes, Can't no. Can't comment. Yeah, well, it's because you're around chemicals all day. It probably is. You're chemically castrated. I've been thinking about... Like the, Michael Jackson. ...the dangerousness of these chemicals that I deal with on a daily basis. Why? Kind of worries me. Uh, why? They're I don't know. so safe. Mm. You can drink... Glyphosate. Mm, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot a of these dude, lawsuits going on, man. But there's a dude from U of I, a professor, who used to drink it in his yeah. class. He's probably dead. He's dead now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he is or not. Yeah, I know yeah. that's a thing though. I I, I don't. There's kind of I've always been firmly in the camp that it's this, and it might be one of the safest chemicals we can and have ever had the opportunity to use. But there is some real evidence that it's um. It's a, it's an antibacterial glyphosate. It is. Yeah. So. So I can wash my hands of that. I don't know if this is true. So don't quote me on this. Where'd you I've, get it from? Probably crazy sources. Oprah. I think I actually was reading an article in Scientific American. Doctor Phil. So. There's a side property to it. Fox News. That's antibacterial, right? And can affect your gut biome, which is an issue. Autism. I don't know about. No, that's like a legit study that they did. Yeah. And they were saying that like your gut bacteria affects that. It doesn't that cause stuff. it, but No, no, no. It, yes. You can regulate it. I like know it, I know it, people it. autistic people have issue digestive issues. Yeah. And that's and you, a fact. And you can regulate like how their autism is affected by their diet. Yes. And, and, and diet's can, a huge factor. Yeah. But um another Scientists I was listening to on Joe Rogan was talking about autism and how they've like made huge strides in understanding what sure. it comes from. Sure. And they think it's a, a, a defect in utero, actually. It's, really? um, yeah, it's actually, I mean, that's what the current research is suggesting that it actually happens in the womb. Did they say like what that yes, is? But I can't remember. Oh my gosh, you're leaving out the best part. I don't know if it was genetic or there was a genetic component, but it was, it had something to do with. It's like me talking about Rambo and being like, I don't remember anything about it. Yeah. It's just, I think Rambo exists. I don't Come know. On. Get after it. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. I can't keep them all straight. <laughs> and you don't remember anything about any of them. Yeah. I'm running out. I'm back like you? going through libraries. You it's haven't listened to. Have you um, heard about much about the new X-Men movie? 
not good. It's getting really bad reviews. <laughs> it is. is it out in theaters yet? Or yeah. Is, oh, it no, is. it has been for over a week. Oh, I had no idea. I think this Friday, this Friday will be two weeks that are it's been you, out. Are you going to go see it? Uh, I would I, love to go I see it. I want to. I really I want, want to see so it. bad, but it is getting such bad reviews. I hope it they're sticks around that, for like two more weeks in theaters so I can go see it. But they're saying that it has strayed so far from... 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's bad. Is wow. that critic or wow or personal wow. reviews? 64% audience score. Okay. Okay, so critics well, that, suck. Yeah, critics do suck. Um they they suck. But I've heard it's just strayed so far from what the comic book was and what Jean Grey really is. Yeah, it's it. been a huge issue with a lot of fans. Which doesn't surprise me at all. Why do they do that, though? Exactly. Why do they stray? Why, why would you ever do that? That is one of the most beloved. You know why? It's because it's the last. They knew it was going to be the last movie. Not when they started making it. I'm sure they did. Not when it was written. Guaranteed. There's inside sources. Dude. 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 They phoned it in. I'm trying to find... Oh, Dark Phoenix. They on. found out that... that all of that stuff was going away, and they're like, let's phone it in. Well, we it's still made $136 million worldwide in a week. So Yeah, but that I don't think that covered any of the budget. Um, the budget was, it doesn't say what the 200 million, I guarantee you, minimum 200 million. That doesn't take in marketing costs. Probably. I anyway. mean, it's not profitable. Did you Can't see be. there was a leak? This is some news. I was reading there was a leak. Um, that released the upcoming Marvel movies. No, it wasn't like super good leak. Does uh, that have to do with? Uh, um, shoot, I can't think of her name. Died. Who? Um, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Black Widow. Um, no, but there. Okay. That's the first one coming is a Black Widow movie, right? Yeah, but I think it's set in the past. It is, and um, it's in production. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, it was. It was kind of what you thought. Black Panther two, Doctor Strange two. Um, there's going to be another Thor, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant Man, and um, the Eternals, which we had been rumored. Yeah, so they were talking about uh, Keanu Reeves being a part of this. They were, and then um, a new Avengers team. A whole new Avengers team. Okay. From all of those yeah. people. I'm down. I'm down. I'm like 100% down, especially if Keanu Reeves is involved. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. I like that, dude. That dude. What other news you got, Jerry? Uh, Well, uh, news-wise, really nothing. Um, I found out that Darkwing Duck is getting a remake. Nice. Yeah. Because that new DuckTales show is pretty good. Oh, see, I haven't seen that. It's been on for a couple but of years. Apparently, Disney is taking Darkwing Duck and not making it so much of a Batman parody. Oh. It's going to be like its own thing. That's fine. Do you remember the theme song? Uh, Darkwing Duck, let's get dangerous. Darkwing, Darkwing Duck. Duck. Better watch out, you bad guys, or something like that. Yeah, Darkwing something like that. Darkwing Duck. Yeah. They just need to redo a tailspin, and we're all good. Yeah. Oh, gosh, tailspin. Uh, uh, uh. Tailspin, oh-wee-oh, tailspin, oh-wee-oh, tailspin, friends for life, food thick and thin, with another tailspin, 
Me and Mr. Uh, Olsen used to sing that song in chorus. Um, the, yeah, but the spin new DuckTales show it, is pretty it, good. If you spin it, 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 spin it. Uh, yeah, Dar- Darkwing Duck's coming back, and I'm obs- I used to be obsessed uh, with Darkwing Duck same. when I got home from school. Same. I used to watch them all the time. Loved that show. Loved the show, and I want to see it. I'm looking at a picture of it on my computer, and it's bringing back huge amounts of nostalgia. I want to watch it right now. Turns out... I Sorry, can't. I don't have my laptop, so you're going to hear a lot of key clacking. Um, yeah. It's a, it just says, however, like, uh, with DuckTales reboot, finally bringing Darkwing Duck or Darkwing back into the fold, he's received a new origin that reframes the vigilante as something more than a playful spin on the Dark Knight. So yeah. I don't know what he's going to be. Hopefully, as the same costume and outfit. And oh, I'm sure. Hoping the whole. I hope they do the animation style that they're doing DuckTales in because that's a really cool animation style. Really, I haven't seen the new DuckTales. I yeah. need to. I need to check that out. But um, I haven't watched a lot of it. But news-wise, that's all I got. Okay. Well, you, you got anything? No, you I don't. don't know anything. Okay. I already talked about a heroin. Oh, that's, that's all right. I know. That's basically all you know about. Yeah. Is heroin. Okay, that's great. So I want to talk about uh, watching things. What? 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 What are you watching? Well, we already talked about Swamp Thing. Yes. I think it's amazing. I really don't have that much bad to say about it. I. I would say I'm I don't think it's boring. It. I'm not ready to say amazing. Mm, I am. But again, the first couple I'm episodes. The, gun. the first couple episodes of. Doom Patrol, I didn't think were amazing, and then it got to be one of my favorite shows of all time. So, I have started watching Doom Patrol. Yes, and I'm eleven episodes in. Oh, is that for real? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so you've I've watched seen, most of it. There's fifteen, uh, I think. Yeah, there is. So I've watched eleven episodes. Wow, you've really been binging. Oh boy, have I ever? Um, I've watched a lot of things, Chris. And it's I've had a lot of late nights watching shows. Awesome. Doom Patrol I I watched a lot of right off the bat. And um so I didn't think that the first few episodes were that boring. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought they were really good. Um there was a couple that I thought it was like what was it, like five and six somewhere in there that I thought were pretty boring because I felt like they just kept going back. They kept going back. I totally. To the characters I said that, that too. I was like, man, like, you, why you, are you doing The story starts progressing and then, oh, it's a flashback episode. Yeah. And you're like, come on. What, what was aggravating me is, um, now I can't remember her name. Damn it, the blob lady. Uh, uh, yeah. Elasta girl. I can't remember her name it's either. It's not Elasta girl, but. Um, I Rita just, uh, Far. Far, yeah, Rita Far. Rita Far. Yeah, she's a 1950s actress. I really liked her. She's, she's such a great, great character. And her act, actress is really good, or actor. They all are actors now. Um, I just didn't like the fact that so far throughout the show, like that far into the show, she was like that incapable of controlling anything. Yeah. Like to the point of where she'd like fall down a drain basically. Right. You know, she couldn't even keep herself together. Like at this point I felt like, all right, come on. Yeah. 
Like we, you've already done this. It's clear you've that's shown us that for season two. What about season two? Well, I just feel like the season one is about them getting in control. Yeah, I would agree. But it was like you had already showed us like three episodes earlier that she couldn't control this. She was a blob rolling down the street within the first two episodes, something like that. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, we got that. So why bring it back up? You know, like you can you can flash back as much, much as you want and show us like them being incapable of control. But in the real world on a daily basis, being unable to control what you're doing, like to that extent, I felt like, come on. Like, yeah, that's there's better story here than that, you know. Like you could have valid, like dove into she something. She does control at once. She does, and she's is that it? Like that's it? That's the only time you see it when she stretches her arm out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's aggravating. <laughs> like that's really aggravating. She but, finds a um, new source of power towards the end. I'm telling you, like between Jane and Cliff, Robot Man. He's a good character. Hell yeah, man. I Brendan Fraser. So when I first heard you talk about this robot guy, I didn't think much of him. I was like, he sounds ridiculous. Um, the way you explained his suit, you know, like it just sounded like kind of like an offshoot of the story, n- not as much of being a main character. Holy crap, is he a main character? Oh, yeah. Is he freaking awesome? I... I love him. At some points I got a little bit annoyed because, you know, he's he's trying to figure things out, like we've talked about, but his is more warranted because he's just a brain. Yeah. And he's literally trying to figure out like, all right, my brain's remembering things and I don't know what we're doing. Like I don't know where I'm at. I don't know my body. It's it's similar to with Cyborg in that show, whereas when he first comes out He's kind of a shallow character. Yes. But then he gets really good. Yes. And you really start to like him. He really does. And he does. All of the characters. He does say the F word a lot. Yeah. Um, But again, I think it's like warranted in his position because he's like, he's literally saying like, what the fuck? (laughs) What am I? What's going on? Where am I at? What's happened? You've lied to me. I've lied to you. You're like... It's just so much back and forth between that character and everyone else. I love him. And then, of course, Jane, the lady that has 64 different personalities. Wow. Like, that actress better get an award. Yeah, I told you. Somehow, some way, if we have to write a petition. what's happening in 11? Um, So I'm going into 11. I finished 10, I should say. So I finished 10. That was the, the beard one. Oh, okay. The guy, the, um, what's his name? The Beard like, Hunter. Yeah, the Beard Hunter. So that's the one I finished recently, like last night. Well, the best five episodes are in front of you. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Definitely. I, the Beard Hunter one is one of my favorites. I didn't really care for the whole uh, Neil, isn't his name Neil, right? Um, Niles. Niles. Like the chief guy yeah. that they're lo- all looking for to begin with. I didn't care for his story with the the lady in the cave. Oh my god, that was one of my favorite episodes. Really? Yeah. Eh, it didn't like it was okay, but it was kind of annoying. I wanted to know more about the beard guy. And did you do the one where he goes into Jane's head? Who who does? Cliff. 
Yeah, that's that. That's a good one. The one before that is that one. Okay. And then the next one is the beard one. But okay. yeah, the one before that is. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Jane yeah. Patrol. Yeah. Because everything is patrol. Yeah. Something. So patrol. every episode is, um, it's Jane Patrol, and then it goes Hair Patrol. Yeah. And Hair Patrol is the beard hunter. Guy. He's 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 got he, some good stuff in the dude, end. That yeah. that guy is he's really great. really funny. I like that character a lot. He's got more great stuff later. But even like in that episode when he goes to the, uh, it's in the beginning, his mom's yelling at him and he goes to the uh, supermarket and there's that old guy like in the supermarket and he gets like real up close to him yeah. looking at his beard and he's like, and then he says something about peaches, like canned peaches or no good or whatever it was. But the it's just it, it all works off of facial expression between the old man and him yeah. just staring at his beard in that moment i was like this dude is really fucking out did, there did you have the like he is out there danny the street episode yet yeah that yeah. one's gone that one's before the jane episode yeah. so that was like 3 episodes that's ago that's a great one yeah that's a really good one too it is really good because uh they tie the beginning and end of that story together yes. really really well and the guy the agent that gets Becomes that's, a that's the beginning and end of that story yeah, that I'm talking he about. He is great too. Yeah, that. he's so good. And when I first saw his character after the fact, like uh, transitioned basically, yeah, there, like as soon as I saw him, I was like, that's that agent. Yeah, he like, becomes like a, he becomes like a drag queen. Yeah, and they don't say it, but you can. I didn't get that. You you like as soon as I saw him, I'm like, that's that agent guy. Like, I think that's that aging guy. Yeah. And then by the end of it, obviously that comes out. Um, but it's that's really cool. That's a really cool episode. Everything about this show is so good. And I don't think... So you said like the some of the special effects aren't very good, like the robot costume. I think it's awesome. Well, the special effects played, get way better as it goes along. Like, they're really good. But I think it's played off that way. It's, it's I, that's played that said. way on yes. purpose. Yes, you know? I agree. And then you're right, Cyborg is a bit to be desired. Like you can clearly see it's like a plastic piece on his face, but you look they didn't blend that in, in well, but yeah, you do look past it. It's like none of this stuff you really dwell on no. as a, as a problem in any of the show because the whole, I don't know. The whole thing feels like it's, it's meant to be that way. I know exactly. it feels meant to be that way. Yeah. And, uh, like the robot man, when you were saying like, it feels like a guy just literally in a suit, like talking inside of a suit. It, it He didn't bother me in the slightest. Like he is my favorite character. Him and Jane. Jane is just. Did you get um the one from uh, Mr. Whiskers or whatever yet? No. The mouse or the rat? No. Oh, okay. No, he hasn't come up yet. Ugh. This is a wild show. You got and five everybody... amazing episodes ahead of you. So. One guy that you said that would like this show, Tony. Yeah. Uh, I believe he just bought my old house. No, that's his brother. Oh, his brother. His younger brother, yeah. Oh, what's his name? Tanner. Okay, I was always told Tony bought it. I was like, what the heck? No. Oh. Tanner bought it. Well, Tanner, if you listen to this episode. I don't think he does. <laughs> well, you need to because I can help you out with your house. I okay. can tell you all the <laughs> secrets about that house. Anyway, anyway, so I'm glad yeah. that you're loving this show. Doom Patrol is... Because uh, it's legitimately very, very one of my favorite shows of all time at this point. That's unreal. You don't... It's it's unreal that it gets that much better. Like, I love it. I think it's a great show. I don't think I would put it on my all-time favorites at the moment. Yeah. 
it gets really like good. All time favorites in like what what rank? Are we talking like one through ten? Or are we talking like does it reach top five? No, probably not top five, but I, I put it in the top twenty five. Okay, I I would agree. I think I would agree with that. Top twenty, maybe um, top. I don't know about top I, ten, but I think it does. It even, probably I probably go top ten. Even though I complain about the the like um the flashbacks and like all of that kind of stuff. I think the character development that they've done in the amount of episodes that they've had is incredible. Let me just say this because you really have the best ahead of you. You need those first 10 episodes to make the last five amazing. Okay. And I like that. It's that's the really show, good. Story the show telling. really builds. Yeah. That's really good. Storytelling like throughout the very first, I don't know what 10, cause I don't remember all of them exactly, but like you never care about ten. Larry Trainer, like Negative Man. You kind of, no, I kind of yeah. get annoyed by him. Yes, but I feel that way. They pay that character off pretty well in the last five. Okay, I think in a lot of good ways because he's had a little bit more significant role when Jane was in incoherent and they had to go in and get her, like, or check her out, like, go in her brain. You know, he had a big role in that. Mm. But other than that, like, it's just about him battling his. Um, and it could t- sexual obsessions, not obsessions. It's an obsession. <laughs> um, but don't you think that's one of, probably one of the best portrayals um, of a gay character? Oh yeah, because well, I mean, I don't know how you could rank that though, or like even put him up as a gay character because once he's wrapped up, he doesn't. He nothing. I don't to do with mean that. it that the way. The flashbacks, he's good. I mean it how it feels authentic and not like. The pressures of forced down your throat in a particular way. It feels like a real character really struggling. Yes, I would agree with that. Like it not, felt like a real life situation of and not like a token character. Yeah. It really does. Well, because there is backstory to him and there is emotion and feeling and like actual like there's an actual story to his life. Yeah. Saying about how he's been married and then you know, this is all spoiler stuff, but like he's been married, but has this love affair with another pilot. And I still really feel like spoilers don't matter really that much in this show. I, I don't think so either. Like even bringing any of that up or it, you can't explain this show. And no. you, I don't think you, you can't exp, like spoil it because I don't think so. No, there's so many things going on. Yeah. And every, it feels like, a procedural, a procedural up to the tenth episode. Yeah, like every episode feels like its own the, story. I don't know. About, I know it's all like built into one thing, but each individual episode. I, I mean, at this point, I don't feel like you could would be really missing out if you watched them individually. They're pretty self contained. Yeah, but the the story that's been building in the background through the very beginning, it starts to tie into the last several episodes. Okay. I don't know about the last five because I don't remember episode well, for episode what, what they are. I but mean, I'm on eleven. I need to start eleven. At least the last three are like one, or like the culmination. Yeah, and they point that out. Oh, they do, Mister no, Nobody or Mister Nobody, Nobody, Mister Nobody. nobody. Yeah. He points that out. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me quite a bit. This is where his role starts to take off. I was gonna say because you don't see him much. No, but since it, like the second or third episode, it really starts to take off. Okay, I 
I like it a lot. I would, I would suggest everybody watch it cause I think it's really great. And again, like Chris said, it's weird. There are certain things that are weird, but at this point in anything that we watch or most people watch in today's day and age, I don't think it's that out there. I wonder there. how much better these shows would do on a Netflix where it wasn't a separate streaming service. Like nobody in the general public knows or thinks to buy DC streaming service. Right. No, nobody does. But I'm telling you, you need to. Yeah. Like you absolutely There's need great to. content. Why though why do this? Why not just put it yeah, on Netflix or why not license it to somebody else, to HBO or probably because they can make more money. Because they're getting direct payments every month from customers. Yeah, yeah you're right. You know, that so probably the, is pro- it. the profit margin's a lot higher. It's yeah, it probably is. So, uh, there was two more things that I've watched, two more big things that I've watched that I want you to know about and the rest of the world. Okay. And I got one that I tried to watch. Okay. We'll go for it. Oh. Or do you, we'll split it. I'll go one, then you okay. go one, then I'll go one. So the first one was uh, a show on Netflix, a new movie on Netflix called Rim of the World. Oh, I've heard great things about that. S- so it's I didn't know it was out yet. He was oh, on yeah. Kevin Smith. Yes, Zach Stentz. Super cool dude. Yeah, he seems really cool. Zach Stentz um is like Mark Bernard knew him for quite a while and then um Kevin Smith got to work with him on The Flash with uh uh what was that? The Good Dinosaur? Or the lost dinosaur, or the runaway dinosaur, yeah, runaway that's dinosaur. Right. He wrote that episode. That's an episode. Um, but Zach Stentz has done a lot of things, written a lot of a uh, few movies and TV shows and whatnot. But this movie called Rim of what is it? Rim of the World, right? Yeah, Rim of the World is like an '80s type throwback, like uh, childhood, like Stranger uh, Things. Yeah, it is, but um, it's like uh, it's like the Goonies right. and. Um, I don't know. It reminds me of that one fat camp. Heavyweights? Yes. That's the one. Heavyweights. So it's like it's like Stranger Things, the Goonies, and Heavyweights meet up. Okay. Right? So all of these little kids uh go to a camp in the summertime and uh are doing their camp thing, and then aliens invade the yeah. planet. And they have to not necessarily thwart the alien invasion, but yet just stay alive. Right. And but there is a character in here. Um, it's like the it 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 literally is. And this isn't me just being. You're gonna call me a racist, but I'm gonna say like the token black kid. There really is like the token black kid in the beginning of this movie. They they hone in on it right away. He's really rich. Um, he's the only, he's like the rich kid, but he's black and he comes to the, um, camp. He's came there many years prior to this, but it's like his regular thing that he comes to the camp and then like everything's furnished for him because he's so rich. But the kid that they have playing this like character is amazing. Really? This character is amazing. The actor is amazing. Everything he does is hilarious to me. I thought it was so funny. Um, like, I, I guess a little bit throughout, you're like, okay, like, let's cool it a little bit because there's an alien about ready to kill all of you. 
you know, I wouldn't be joking around in this situation, but um, I, don't, I, I thought he was more funny than anything. Like, I thought he was a really, really good character, and he added a lot to the story. The only thing I thought was weird about this movie is the way it was filmed. Like, there are certain portions in the beginning of the movie where they have really weird angles. They're, like, really up close and underneath people. Hmm. I, I don't know if they were trying to take the viewpoint of the child Maybe. To uh, uh, an adult. I guess that's the way it kind of felt. But it really was framed and like filmed strangely in mm. certain in certain portions. I Again, I think that is what they were doing is like trying to take the aspect of the, the child. It just came across really weird right off the bat. I didn't really notice it much later in the movie because it was more of a pers- perspective shot like at the characters. Um, but in the beginning I was like, why are we looking at this lady? Like from underneath of her chin, huh. you know, like it would just, was framed really weird. Huh. Um, but all in all, it's a fun, it's a fun flick. I mean, I don't think it's too scary. I think kids could watch it. I think, uh, like any parent or adult would like it. It's kind of like a popcorn flick at home, Yeah, you know, which is what Netflix is doing now. Yeah. I think Netflix is going to reach out more and more and more to these type of shows where it is like a popcorn flick at home. Yeah. And that's fun. That's fun to me. This sounds like cool. That guy, I just wanted to see it because that guy seemed really cool. And the genre like they had talked about is needed. Like that's yes, a, definitely. That I agree totally when he was saying that a needed era that is not, it's like completely untapped and it has been untapped Stranger Things started to get Definitely, into it, yeah. but I don't think they're reaching the potential of what they could be getting out of out of that type of movie. Like the, it's I wanted to say buddy cop. It's not buddy cop. It's like a, just like a group adventure. Yeah, you know, and adventure movies. They, yeah, they're not really happening anymore. No, I mean you got Dora the Explorer coming out. But. Dora the Explorer. Yeah, yeah, she's good. But no, that looks cool. I want to check that out. I forgot. I didn't know it was out yet. So yeah, yeah it's it's, it's actually not longer like, than you'd think. It's almost like it's like two hours long. Oh really? Yeah, it's a lot longer than you'd think, uh, but it's worth it. Hmm, that's cool. Um, I actually um, did check one out. It was kind of a for some reason I've been getting home really really late, but I can't fall asleep. Turns out. So I've been uh, just putting on stuff to try and put me to sleep. So. I was watching Netflix and I tried to watch that um, Wine Country. Mm. Did you see that one? Is it like a documentary? No, oh. no, no, no. It's a Squeaked. movie um, with Amy Poehler, Tina Fey. Oh, yeah. I just um, saw that last night. I just saw it was up. I didn't watch it. Famous people Maya Rudolph, Rachel Drash, or whatever. Her Probably name is. like the most funny movie you've ever seen in your life. Um, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get through it all, so I shouldn't judge it harshly without getting through it. Oh, you fell it. asleep or turned I, it no, off? No, I fell asleep. I okay. fell asleep. Um, I watched maybe a half hour of it. I oh, wouldn't say... Well, that's not much. No, I wouldn't say it was bad or good. It just was a thing that I viewed. Yep. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it had some funny bits in it. There's a really funny people, you know. They all are. Of them. And that's... It kind of sold me on the people I saw... Yeah, in the movie, like I, I want to see it because of, of the people that are in it. I fell asleep watching it, and I never had the, I, 
you know, I think this was last night even. And I, but I've never had the thought of, oh, I better, I'm going to go back and finish watching that movie. Like, I'm just like, eh. Right. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't jump out of. Hmm. Okay. I, I did just see that last night and I thought about watching it. I just, I really like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. So do I. And Maya Rudolph is really funny. I'm, I'm on the fence about Maya Rudolph. Really? Yeah. I loved her and I just loved her like with literally anything she did at, in Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I think she's really funny. She was good on Saturday Night Live. Yes. Absolutely she was. She doesn't get enough credit. Everybody gives credit to um, Kate McKinnon, who I think is terrible. She's much newer than Maya Rudolph, though. No, I'm just saying everybody looks at Kate McKinnon like she's the greatest SNL member of all time. Which is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, she's it's, got a couple of good characters. She does the same character every time. Yeah. Her Justin Bieber is great. Yeah, that's it. That's about it. For, that's I, it. I just don't get it. I, she was in that Ghostbusters movie. I didn't like her in that. She's been in a ton of movies. I don't like her in anything. Yeah. Anything that she's in, I do not like her. No. I don't know why. I agree. That's because you don't like lesbians. Uh, no. That's on record. You heard it here first. Folks. No. No. No? Oh. No. It has I nothing to so. do with that. Oh, I thought so. that's what you I just saying. don't like her because I don't think she's funny. Oh, I would agree then. <laughs> I would agree with that. I don't know. Whatever it is, her um, brand of humor, I just not. Yeah, it is. It's like the same thing over and over again. She shows her teeth a lot. But she's like hyper political. That. It's just annoying. Is she? Yeah. I guess I didn't know that. Anyway, what um, else? You got another one. I do. Ooh, take a look, wild you guess. You look excited. Take a wild guess at what um, it is. What network is it on? Not on a network. It's not on a network, Mm-mm. but it's something you've watched? Yeah. Is it a movie? It is. I don't even know what movies are out, so. Well, there's one that has to do with Monsters and the King of. Oh, you watched Godzilla. Godzilla. Nice. The King of Monsters. How was it? Um... So I've heard mixed reviews. I'm in the middle of these mixed reviews. <laughs> okay. So it is, it's very good in the form of a monster movie. Yeah. Right. And I wanted to love it. I wanted, I was going in, I went in loving it already because I wanted a really good uh, Godzilla movie. You went in with high expectations. I did a little more so. The the only thing that I was really let down on, and I'm not going to say the, the movie itself let me down, what I was let down on is that I had it went in with the expectation of Godzilla being present more than he was. Okay. It's not necessarily um, Godzilla is present. It's all the other monsters right, okay. that are present in this. So Godzilla, I f- the, the, what really bothered me about it I'm going to just say right off the bat is that he was kind of a bitch. Like he was just like, he got beat up right off the bat. Um, can I spoil it? Can I spoil this? Do you care? I don't care. So spoilers, spoilers then I'll never watch it. So, so he, so he dies right off the bat. Okay. But he's brought back to life. Okay. And basically twice. So he's brought back to life by people. Because there's people that are monitoring. There's this whole government program called Monarch. It's not a government. It's actually like a. Um, it's not a government contractor. It's like a, a private company called Monarch that is monitoring all of the monsters, right? And they're not 
informing the government on certain monsters that they've discovered. Um, but the government's trying to get them to work with them basically and become a government agency and like they can share content and then they want to like militarize the company. Okay. Um, Monarch doesn't want to do that. They want to save these things. They call them Titans. So Titans are what are saving our planet. Really? They say that anything bad that happens to our planet over time, the Titans come and eradicate that bad thing. Right. At this moment, it's human beings. Right. Like humans are the bad people or the bad thing that are destroying the planet. Um, Godzilla is obviously very apparent in this Titan world, and Godzilla is the king. And then you have, um, what's he called? Good Godhara, Godhara, Gohara, something. It's like a three-headed dragon. Yeah, okay. Like it's got three heads and three necks. It's a giant ass dragon. Um, they have found him, but they call him like a patient X or subject X or subject zero. Can't remember X or zero. Anyway, he comes back to life. They let him go. Basically, like they break him out of ice. And let him go. And then they figure out that he's actually an alien from not from the planet. Uh, he came here to, like, take it over. Um, but they didn't realize that, that at the time. They All the Titans were, like, native species of the Earth. Okay. They came from the Earth. This guy did not. He came from outer space and is going to take over the planet. And then they just released him, and now... It's like two alpha males fighting, basically. But there's also a queen, which is Mothra. Yeah. Mothra is like the queen. And she basically brings Godzilla back to life one and a half times. Okay. Um, but he, she, like, sprinkles this, like, dust over him. Because she loves a, him. Apparently. That's what I I've guess, heard. I guess that's the thing. I don't... You don't really see that in the movie, besides the fact that she comes to save him. And as he's, like, laying there dying, she, like, sprinkles this dust off of her wings um, to save him because she explodes over top of him and dies. It's weird. <laughs> I don't get it. It's never happened before in a Godzilla movie. Have you watched? There's a lot of them, though. Oh, there's tons of them. Have you watched them all? I used to watch. Because it's like a whole interconnected, deep universe. This yeah, whole Godzilla I guess universe. I, I don't know. I don't know. But they're all about. Japanese movies. I mean, not, not anything. I had a bunch of them as a kid, and I watched them all the time. Like the rubber suit Godzilla yeah. guy. I watch those all the time. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about this. It's it's really good. It is a really good produced movie. It's fun. Um, I guess the big um, thing oh. that people were excited about it, that this one was they were going into the deep Godzilla universe that was established in all of these Japanese movies. Yeah. Versus the American take the last couple times have been not, they've just been monster movies, not with like a whole deep uh, yeah. thing. So, you know the guy, I don't know his name, and I guess I could look him up, but... He's in, the only thing I can remember him from is from Billy Madison. He's like the bad guy in Billy Madison. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, know that guy? Yeah, he's in a ton of stuff. I know, he's in so many things. Yeah. The only thing I can remember him from, though, is him, like, attacking Billy Madison. Yeah. And uh, making the the uh, clown fall over I can't and remember bust his, his head. But he's, like, the bad guy in Billy Madison. And so he's he's a main character in this show only because he, like, works for Monarch, and he's, like, this big computer guy. And he basically is the one that tracks all of these monsters and tells you, like, their heart rate and what he... Bradley Whitford. That's his name. Bradley Whitford. Okay. He's got, like, reddish blonde hair, kind of curly on top. Wears glasses. Um, In the movie, anyways. Okay. I was going to (laughs) say, he does not in real life. In the movie. And all of his lines, like, every single one of the lines that he says in this movie, no joke feel like they were added after the fact. Like everything he says feels like he is saying them unnecessarily. Hmm. It's like they're having a meaningful conversation. And then all of a sudden this guy is standing off to the side and he'll be like, but Godzilla is the king of all monsters. It's like, and then they'll be talking about like, Oh, I had breakfast today and it was really good. And then he'll say something like that. And you, it's like everyone just kind of looks over at him like, okay. The fuck do you say that? <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Every one of his lines are like that. And it, they're so like on the nose apparent on why he's saying this stuff. And it's like, why would we, we be tracking this Titan? And then he'll say exactly what you already know is going to be said. Right. It's that's kind of annoying, but at some point felt so campy that it was funny. Like it was, and he's playing that character the way it should be played. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed you, to be campy. It's you know how ridiculous the words he are, like the, what he is saying is so ridiculous that I feel like he knew it too. Yeah. And is saying it that way. And is like, it's, he doesn't look at the camera, but I feel like at some point he needs to look at the camera and be like, like, yep, I just said that. Because <laughs> his, he's ridiculous. He is a ridiculous character, but it's funny. So all in all, I would give it a solid 9.8 out of 10. Wow. No, that's not true. Not at all. Um, I don't know what I would rank it, but you should not go see this in theaters. No. No. Um, I don't think it even, like even most of the time I say, like, go see this in theaters because it adds to the experience. This one. Nah, not so much. Even the big effects and all that stuff? No. No? No. The whole thing is an effect. Okay. So there is no, like, big effect. Like, all of it is CGI, so I it doesn't matter. I almost 100% guarantee to you that I probably will never see it. Um. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even tell you that you need to. I like, the, I like the movie. I think it's fun. I love Godzilla. I just don't watch movies at home very often. I mean... There's I, so much series is to watch i go to the movie I know. theater i a do lot. feel like at some point you'll watch this though but when i say a lot i mean maybe once a month i go to the movie theater and watch a movie i do want to see aladdin still and i yeah. want to see dark phoenix so i might go see them if i ever get done and feel i really want to see the movie book smart i've heard really good things about yeah, it yeah so have i and i really want to i really do taylor swift's it. been raving about it oh is no. she in that movie or something why is she always talking about that movie i didn't know she was I didn't know that was a I, thing. I'm plugged into the T Swift. Why? Universe. Why? Why are you 
listening to what T Swift have, has to say. I don't know. Actually, I, I don't. I don't listen. I just heard it on the news or something that oh. she was. I, I do really want to go see that movie because it has been getting really good reviews. It's got like 96% critic and that's one, population um, score Actually, on, I think it was Joe uh, Rogan Tomatoes. that was talking about that on one of the podcasts because he was saying, like, it wasn't him, but his guest was saying, you know, like, that movie is a perfect example. It, it doesn't fit the model. The model yeah. and the movie theater feature film releases is no longer that. Really? That movie should have released onto Netflix. That and that's what it seems like. And if you millions read, more people would have watched it. So yeah. it releases into the movie theater. It makes ten million dollars. Hundred thousand people go see it. Whatever the case may be. Yeah. Right. But if you put it on Netflix, the next day fifteen million people have watched it. Right. So that's what they talked about with uh, Rim of the World. Like Zach Stentz was talking that's, about. That's that where in I, the, I heard it. Yes. Yeah. In that in that podcast was like that. That's where. The the That's whole the genre future. and that was the whole genre of like the adventure like yeah, child. Like, you can't make that and release it in a theater. Nobody you will can't. go see it. Yes, but on Netflix, fifteen million people will see it in two days right. or a day. If it, two days would be considered a failure, if fifteen million people saw it, I really think like no movie really is going to work in movie theaters anymore. If it's not I Star agree. Wars, a Marvel movie, a Disney movie, or like a Quentin Tarantino movie, something like that. All of these non, yeah, not those are all brands, right? Star Wars, Quentin Tarantino's brand, you know, yes, he, he draws is people big time brand, things like that. Universes and brands that's what a movie theater is for. If you have a little movie or like a, something like that, just that's what streaming is for. Way more people right. will see it. And, and what do you make this stuff for? For people to see it because the people that are making these movies. They're probably not making more or less money depending on how successful that movie is in movie theaters for the most part. Yeah, I agree because... So if they're making I, it, they're I getting paid, might as well get... The goal for them should be, I just want the most people to see it as possible. And they've got to be understanding this by now, right? Like all of these companies have to be understanding that this is the way it's going. Like I'm, it's going to the way of streaming services. How does that affect... Like we talked about earlier. Awards, right? So the Academy Awards. You have well, to have a theatrical release to be in the Academy Well, Award. like Steven Spielberg's big into that. Like he was arguing that Netflix should not be considered in any of those award categories. But I think they're wrong. They're completely wrong. These are movies. People are acting in them. They're the same length. They're feature films. Well, they're, regardless of where are they feature showed, films though, because there's a lot of like sure they are. There's a certain aspect of a movie theater where that it's actually produced differently. So right, it's in a different aspect ratio. It's in a different yes. There's there's technology to a movie that goes into a movie theater versus a movie that's made for Netflix. You're that, right, but I think uh, the trend like is going that way. Like I don't I don't care about features. Well, I I do. I love going to the movies. I love going to see them, but I don't think that's going to affect how people make movies. Right. People what affects how people make movies is what is going to sell. Netflix and a streaming service is selling right now. Yeah. Like they're the ones that are making people money because you can put a movie out that would never make it to theater. And make a shitload of money off of it because that's what people want to see. They want to see those type type of movies. They go to Netflix, they go to Amazon, they go to Hulu, whatever, 
to see those kind of movies. Like people are going there on purpose to see that stuff. Yeah, totally. Just the same way that you go to the movie theater to see like a Godzilla movie or a serious like Quentin Tarantino movie or a serious, you know, Spike Lee movie, whatever. Like you go there to see that because it's only going to be put out in that area. Yeah. And I think we're going to have a clear division on that soon. I agree. Like there's going to be a clear division on what type of movies are where. And we talked about it earlier, actually, when we were talking about we weren't sure what Netflix is doing these days. But that is what they're doing. They're producing that kind of stuff. And they should be. And they should be. And that's their niche. And if they're smart, you know, it's enough of a niche that most people will keep that service just yeah. because of that. Because of that. I'm going I will I will absolutely keep it because of that. I can't really envision I, and I don't I don't watch Netflix that much anymore, but I can't really envision ever getting a notion to cancel it. No, me either. Really. I mean, I really feel like the clear division that I was talking about between the adventurous, like campy, somewhat campy type movies to the the feature films, I feel like they're going to have different categories on Netflix themselves for just that. Yeah. I feel like they're going to have feature films that you might have to pay. Oh, gosh, I don't even want to say this out loud because I feel like they're going to steal it from us and say, like, you have to pay a dollar more or two dollars for oh, you this. Think so? I don't know. For this feature, like I a feature film. I don't that think would, they're going to do that. I mean, I don't know. They're already making tons of money i know but when people don't have to leave their house that's a huge pull right and you can say like this movie would be featured in the movie theater but if you want pay us another dollar 99 and you can watch it at home maybe i don't think they'll do that but i think it's a possibility yeah i don't know and then movie theaters are gone well no they're not going to be gone because you're still going to get those big you know, in our lifetime, I think we will see the majority of movie theaters. I don't think so, man. Eradicated. Movie theaters are packed when you go to the movie theater. Like the, when you go to a Marvel movie, it's packed. But I think that's going to start happening on your TVs. I don't want to watch. I don't either. But I think TV. that's what's that was, going to happen. I think movies are enough of an experience. To me, they are. Yes, I, I agree. To most with you. people, to most people. We are getting into a severely lazy culture, Chris. Like our lives are becoming lazier and lazier. People still want to go out and do things. That's not changing. Some people. Most people. But if you go Most people do not want to just sit at home. Look at the years that we've lived or even before we lived. So go from the 1920s until now and Obviously, because of technology, we've become lazier and lazier and lazier and left the house less and less and less. Yes, but to your to directly go against that, just as many people or more are going to see movies now as they were. The movies now are making more money. Only because... I don't see how that's possible. Avengers Endgame just made the most money of a movie ever. Avengers Endgame is an anomaly. Like that, I don't even know if nah, you can. Star I don't Wars even movies you, make a ton of money. If they made an Indiana Jones do. movie, it would make a ton of money. They won't. Quentin Tarantino movies still make $150 million. Yeah, you're right. Um, tons of stuff. You're right. But is it becoming. It's harder more, and harder to get seats in a movie theater. 
You've noticed that. Only because of Endgame. That's it. No. And Star Wars. But, I mean, you can't... I don't feel like you can count Star Wars and Endgame as... Well, that's what I'm saying. The majority of population of I don't think it's changing that movie theaters are the hub, but for those kinds of movies. That's why I think they'll continue. Only because of those type of movies. Agree. 100%. But at some point, I feel like they're going to come out on a streaming service. I don't have... We're not going to want to go anywhere. I don't have a 300-foot Dolby uh, surround screen. You're going to. With... (laughs) No, I don't think so. You are going to. We just talked about it. I don't have a mediocre popcorn machine. I don't either. No, I don't. I don't have access to an extra large cherry cola. No. Oh, cherry cola. <laughs> That's what you got to get when you go to the movie theater. Large popcorn, large cherry Coke. That's what cherry you get. Cherry Coke. What's the greatest? Yeah, it is. I've become somewhat addicted to cherry diet Pepsi. Oh, that sounds terrible. Oh, it's so good. No. Awesome. It's so good. I don't drink pop. You know, I didn't either, but this spring, I, for some reason, I've become like a pop junkie. Well, it's a drug. It is a drug. It's 100% a drug. And you're an addict. I am in this point in my life, yes. Right. So we need to talk about that. <laughs> Marley, come out. If they come legalize out. it. <laughs> what, pot or pop? Pop. Oh, yeah, that'll never be legalized. Pop. Pop. Yeah, no, Never. No, I I am uh, I'm getting most of my sustenance from from pop. Well, actually, that can't be because I'm drinking diet pop, so there's no oh, calories yeah, there's in that. There's nothing in that. No, no, you're basically dying. Then, like you're just killing yourself. I'm disrupting Slowly. my gut biome, Jerry. Yeah, you are. You're autistic. I can tell. We need to get the pop pot. Huh? Mm, see, that was clear. So then I'll eat more like peanut butter in a bowl with like. Rice Krispies on it. I don't even know. <laughs> I have no idea where that came from at all. Um, so did you, you don't have a what's in the box tonight, right? I don't. I didn't go home. Oh, right. That's, I didn't think you did. I, that was the that's thing. why I don't have my laptop. I don't have what's in the box. I got a DeWalt 20-volt max car charger. Good job. The th- I mean, we're at two hours and five minutes already. Oh, so okay. Well, that's all I wanted to tell you. So... Um, I don't have feel much like we're else. just getting started. <laughs> that's how it is every time. Every time. Every single time. But that's basically what I wanted to cover for this evening. I really wanted to talk about Swamp Thing a little more, but it just, I don't Let's know. Let's watch a couple it, more it episodes. Be, yeah, it'd be monotonous. The biggest thing is that it was canceled over money. It wasn't canceled over the show. I feel like it can come back. Um, because of popular demand. Yeah. And I think it's going to because of popular demand. If this show has any reach, let us drive the sales to the DC Universe. Let app. us reach it. Because I'm telling you guys, it's, it's an amazing worth show. getting. Oh, gosh. Is it ever? And you know what I love? I'm so excited about this. And then the, literally, I watch one episode, and within less than a week, like six days later, I read an article, Swamp Thing canceled. Yeah. And I read, so at that point, this is on my son's seventh birthday, by the way, and it was taking away from his birthday because I literally just wanted to read about Swamp Thing. And um, 
like there was one report that said, you know, you're going to get one episode. There was one report that said they're going to do the first two episodes and that, that was it. Then there was one report that said they're going to do all of the episodes and that was it. I think that one's the most accurate. Obviously, they're going to put out the 10 episodes that they filmed. It's just a, if the fans demand it, they'll make more. Right. They will. So that's what I'm holding out hope on. Is that's that why people... we're going to drive people to this app because it's so good. Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, and Titans are worth And see, I haven't seen money. Titans, but I've heard Titans is the weakest. Definitely. The three. Yeah, but it's still good. Really? Here's the deal. But then all the animated stuff. Like, if you like animated Batman movies or series or animated cartoons at all, basically. Yeah. Any type of them. Or like 50,000 comic book titles. I mean, crazy. Yeah. But here's the deal. This is why I think they're smart, and this is what I think the future of streaming services needs to be. The annual subscription. Right. People are getting... When you say it's $10 a month, people go, oh, another one. It's not even $10 a month. When you say $6 a month, people go, another $6 a month. Another $6, yeah. But if you go, it's $70 a year, they're like, oh. Oh, I could do that. Sold. Why aren't they all like that? That sold me. That's why everybody has Amazon. Everybody. And for the shipping. Because I think originally it was like a storage location more so than a TV studio. Right. You You know what I mean? Like it was sold more of a storage than... What was? I'm saying like if you're going to pay for DC, like it's... It's like more of a storage location for DC stuff, right? Rather than a streaming service. Yes, that's originally what it was. I, I think but they now, should all be like that. If but, you just go, because when you even with HBO with fifteen dollars a month, when you hear fifteen dollars a month, you go, Jesus, that's a lot of money. But when you hear one hundred fifty dollars a year or yeah, whatever one hundred seventy dollars a year, you're like, oh, just once for a whole year? Yeah. Oh, great. Buy once, cry once. I do that all the time because I, I think like at these monthly things and I'm like, oh, I'm never going to pay $5 a month. And then but I go, wait could a also second, have that's the, only 60 bucks a year. It could also have the exact opposite effect of that as well. Where I, you're I like, don't think it would. No, I'm not saying with that, that one in particular. I'm saying like you could also say like, oh, it's only, you know, X amount of dollars a month. And then you start thinking about what you spend on that in a year. And you're like, ooh. See, I do the opposite. I don't I'm like, need that. I always think of the monthly and go, oh, man, that's a lot. And then I think about it. But it, by a year, it's only 60 bucks. I mean, you, I can't even tell you how much money I spend at Casey's every day. Right. That's my biggest you problem. You can't even walk. I can't even get out of my tractor without Casey's stuff just falling out. Falling everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's gotten like to the point where I'm swimming in Casey's containers. That's how you're living. Yeah. Obviously. Have you had their biscuits and gravy? But seriously, I mean. It's amazing. That's how I look at it. I go 50, 50 or 60, 70 bucks for an entire year. That seems like a deal. When you say $7 a month, you go, yeah. oh, another month, you know, another monthly thing. Yeah. So I don't know. I completely agree. I would rather pay annually and for a discount too. That's what I'm, that's what I'm about. Give me like a $20 discount to pay annually and I'm doing it every time. I don't even care what it is. Every time. Every time. Yeah. That's hot. I would too. For that amount of money anyways. So that's all I got, Chris. Better wrap it up. Yeah, we need to wrap it up. It's late. I still got to go home and take a shower because right. I'm covered in chemicals. Right. You look like it. You look like a chemical swamp thing. I feel like a chemical at this point. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. 
sorry for your cancer, cancer causing agents. Oh. First, first snarf talk. I'm Jerry. Chris. We'll see you. See you later. <laughs>